Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When your old career gives you lemons, throw in some ice, mix in some vodka, and call it a podcast. From the Mac of All Trade Studio in Fairport and driven by Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, it's Billified, the Bill Moran Podcast. Well, hello and welcome. Thanks for getting your pot on. Thanks for telling a friend. That's how we spread the word about the pirate ship. Doug Phelps is here. We're waiting for Greg Connors to join us in a little while. How's everybody doing? Hi, Dan. Hi, hey. Bill. Always fun when you're on, dude. Good. Thank you. I got out golfing last Saturday. Beautiful you, day. You got what? I went out golfing last Saturday. You did? Yeah, at 120. 100. I did. No pars, but it was a little wet, but it was good to be out. Yeah. It's this all right. Spring's coming. Yeah, yeah man. Little, little Get exercise. out there. Little, I very, that, very little. I was waiting to hear a joke. I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, I hit 120, was, then I yeah. went to the second hole. Hey, 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 hey. Um, uh, but he has some great stories about Ubering this week, then we'll get to that in a little oh, while. Right. Doug, Doug has a story. He's got a story. Yeah. I said, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna tell you before on air. He goes, No, this one's for air. You like, gotta do it. You gotta find a way to do it because it's so good. And then, uh, I mean, coming off of last night's show. Of the kink. kink. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was something. Uh, but today, yeah. Danny, Wegmans has announced that it is now supporting Whole Foods in Brighton. Huh. Yeah. That's right. We go further when we go together. Well, if that's you, it. If you can't beat them, join, join them. Join them. Right. A statement from Wegmans says, we compete with Whole Foods in practically every other market we operate in. The plaza was never zoned for this size development, and the traffic issues have been our concern from day one. Ah. We, along with other businesses, supported the efforts to do the right thing for our community. All of the businesses on Monroe Avenue and the employees that work there at this point, uh, and work there, excuse me, at this point, it was deemed good for our community, and they have our support. That is what they said. Now, I'm pretty sure they spent a million dollars, Wegmans, to fight this. And now that's like a million a million dollars to fight it, and you lost. And now it spent thirty seconds to write it out. Right <laughs> now we had Anthony Daniele on the program uh, the day it opened, and the Whole Foods opened, and his family is the developer of that plaza. I'm doing great, fellas. How you doing? We're doing well, but I don't know if you just heard that. Other than whiplash, I'm doing okay. <laughs> people were stopped on five ninety, not because they were. 
getting stuck in traffic from Whole Foods, they were slowing down to take a look at Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was Danny Wegman slamming on his brakes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> last ditch effort to slow it down. All I'm right. just saying, could be, yeah. could have been, it could have been for sure. <laughs> I never introduced a stripper to that song. Just no. to make it clear. No, you never did. <laughs> Kumbaya. Now, here she comes, a holy roller herself. <laughs> Dancing for Peter, Paul, and John. <laughs> she got no holy water. She's got a lot of holy. Here she comes. <laughs> uh, Danny Daniele of the Daniele Family Company's LLC. The project's developer issued the following statement saying that they took a look to moving past the ongoing litigation, adding, my brother and I both attended high school together with Nicole and Colleen Wegman, who are truly wonderful people. It's unfortunate these politics had to unfold, but in the end, business is business, and we never mix business with personal affairs. We'll always embrace a sincere and deep-rooted admiration towards the Wegmans family and their extraordinary team. Now, Last time Anthony Daniele was on, mm -hmm. he talked about how Whole Foods was looking at possibly backing out because of all the litigation that was going on. Not Jeff Bezos directly, although we did hear when when Amazon first bought uh, Whole Foods, which is now probably four or five years ago, uh, there was they they were reviewing with Jeff some of the stores that had been in the pipeline for a while, and so I guess there was a conversation he was involved with. Because, you know, they, they were frankly contemplating whether or not to stick with the Rochester store or bag it because of all the controversy and the lawsuits and everything. And, uh, you know, he heard the story about Wegmans. And he heard this, you know, the com competition thing. And he was like, no, we're not backing down because if we back down here, well, then why yeah. wouldn't somebody else try to, you know, get us somewhere else? So, wow. you know, he, he was part of that conversation Bye. from what I understand. Here she comes for setting up the tour. That's what I was Jesus, told. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> From the Church of the Holy Mattress down on Spring Street. Here she comes. She's on her knees praying, apparently. Don't you worry. She's very appealing. In about three songs, she'll be appealing her clothes off. Uh, so we're going to try to uh, call Anthony Daniele. Uh, Danny has his phone patched into the board because my phone is running the camera, so I appreciate you uh, doing that. But... Gary Craig wrote a huge article in the DNC today all about, you know, it was basically almost mocking Wegmans in the title of the uh, article, which was pretty funny. And uh, let's see. Here we go. We'll see if we get Anthony Daniele on. Should we call him AD? Hey, AD. Yeah. <laughs> after, after what? After, <laughs> after Danny. <laughs> after Danny. <laughs> Probably not. He just probably doesn't. Your call has been. Oh, probably doesn't yeah. recognize my number. Yeah, I'll text him. Yeah, text him if you can, and then we'll. This uh, is Guillermo. I have interview tomorrow at nine a.m. <laughs> I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> uh, let me see. I want to pull up the DNC uh, headline that Gary Craig wrote because it, it kind of jumped off the page at me. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe that uh, the DNC is still alive." Well, that's oh, one no? thing. Oh. That's one thing. Whoops, sorry. Jumped the gun there. Uh, Democratic Chronicle. Let's Got see. a little bit of a heartbeat. Yeah, right here. Wegmans hired lobbyists, bankrolled fight against Whole Foods. Why has it changed its position? That's the headline. Mm -hmm. That's the headline of the DNC. I mean, the only thing is it doesn't make Wegmans look good. And I, I don't know if it made Wegmans look good to fight this. This was, you know, sort of a... 
I mean, when you look at Whole Foods here, the footprint is nothing compared to Wegmans. Right. You know? But it's not going to take over Wegmans. No, it's not going to no, take over no. at all. And everybody, we talked about this, you know, Harima's or independent or small supermarkets, everybody's got to eat. Right. But the problem out there, though, the, the parking is terrible. And yeah. the traffic, there's going to be accidents. When a fire truck comes through, it's going to be jammed up for an hour or so. Really? Yeah. I, I had to drop somebody off Ubering in that plaza. Okay. And it's just bumper to bumper slow, and you're everybody's just waiting to hit somebody, and they're, they're you're waving at them, they're waving at you, and they're like, no. And there's also a doctor's office in there. I think there's a, a, a Unity Care. Yeah. And uh, so you're picking up elderly or elderly are picking up there, and they're very cautious, which is good, but it just makes for slow traffic. Yeah. And the parking lot was packed. Yeah. You know, and uh, it is like Wegmans parking lots that um, the one over on East Ave is tough to get in and out of too. Yeah, it is. You can uh, yeah, it uh, is. expand that. There's all that kinds of great. patterns coming around there. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, but hey, good for. I mean, well, I mean, look, it, it's nice that at, at some point you just have to sort of back off. I'm surprised there was a public statement, but maybe it's in the best interest of Wegmans to make a public it's statement. It's done and over with. Go yeah. for it. Let me see. Uh, I think we got Anthony Daniel. <laughs> Yes, sir. Is this the line, or are you going to call me back? No, this, this is the line. line. You're on. Hey, oh, D. beautiful. I'm yeah. on. All right, well, let me go somewhere quieter over here. Well, I, we were starting to call you Anthony Daniele, and we're going to call you A.D. after Danny. After Danny? Oh, did you already talk to my brother? No, no. Oh, no. no, not your brother. <laughs> the other Danny. Danny. That would have been fun, because I think he's having a colonoscopy right now, so that would have been, that would have been a hoot. Well, his hands, I, are, his hands are free to hold the phone. <laughs> I would have Exactly. Exactly. So, Come Bill, I love your podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Speaking of colonoscopy, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about the colonoscopy that the Danielli family was taking for a long time to get the whole food. <laughs> yes, built. My we goodness. were. Yes, we were. But may I ask, sir, where are you at the moment? So I am at a fine dining establishment at Panevino on Monroe Avenue. I having dinner love with a bunch that of place. Guys. So, love that place. Yeah, yeah well, great spot. They do a nice job, and it's close to home. So well, thank like you for allowing us to interrupt. Uh, just the, sort of the news today, I, I don't know if you were surprised, but but I was at the statement that Wegmans released now saying that Whole Foods has their support. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a little, you know, I mean, obviously we're ecstatic, we're, we're happy, and we hope that it's 100% true. I mean, we have, uh, you know, I mean, through late last week, their lawyers were still like sending complaints to the town about where we were parking and you know, I mean, so it was interesting that it happened that fast. I, I do know the DNC has been working on that article for a week or so. So I don't know at what point uh, we haven't heard anything from the, from their legal team saying, you know, we're, we're tapped out and we're done. But right. uh, I certainly hope I mean, you know, I read the same article you did. That That's the article. That's the only information I have. And, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're hopeful that we're past it. I mean, as we we talked last week and I was like, you know, why are they still doing this? I mean, at this point, Whole Foods is open. I, I can't envision a, a situation where a judge is going to shut down the store. No. And so besides you know, pissing away money, what are you doing it for at this point? Well, so. Anthony, I mean, when you when you look at things, the headline in the DNC was one that sort of grabbed my attention this morning, and Gary Craig wrote it, and I wanted to talk to Gary, but he's teaching a class tonight, and it said, Wegmans hired lobbyists, bankrolled fight against Whole Foods. Why has it changed its position? And it was a million dollars that they spent to fight that. Oh, I can promise you it was a lot more than that. So, okay. so you know, we we believe it was about one point six million that they spent in legal mm. fees. You know, from the beginning and to the end, uh, on top of 
the, uh, the, the lobbying fees that they paid in Albany, which were public, um, you know, and, and we, we learned about that about four months ago that they were actually uh, making contributions to state senators and assemblymen in an effort to uh, get laws changed, which, I mean, you talk about taking it to an extreme. I mean, I, I don't, the good news is it's impossible to get anything done in New York state. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were unsuccessful in, in that attempt, but you know, it was crazy how, how far they went to try to stop a, a competitor from coming in. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. It's, mean, it, you know, it, it's, it was mind blowing to me just considering the footprint they have here versus the footprint Whole Foods has or may have in the even in the future. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to, you know, they're not going to miss a meal because Whole Foods is here. And and aside from that, I mean, their stores thrive in Rochester. Right. Uh, and I can't envision uh, an outcome where they're not going to continue to thrive. I mean, just like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods is pretty cool. Uh, yep. People are going to go there. It's been packed all week since they've been open, and I assume it'll still be busy throughout the years to come. But, I mean, it's you know, it's crumbs. I mean, most people aren't going to do all their shopping at Whole Foods. You're going to go there for some specialty things. They have some really cool stuff. Uh, but most people are still going to buy their toilet paper at Costco, Wegmans, or Tops. You know, at the end of the day, you know, that, that that's how it works. So, yeah. right. um you know, but we're happy. You know, we're moving forward. We we uh, I'm having dinner. I'm having a glass of wine. We're yes. celebrating. Pino, uh, life life goes on, and hopefully this will, we'll be able to laugh about this uh, colonoscopy years from now. Yeah, you know, you know what? I just just before I let you go, I, I call what the Wegmans have. And when I worked construction as a, a high school kid, there was this guy over the summer who taught me the different levels of rich. There's rich, mm-hmm. and then there's fuck you rich and then there's <laughs> exactly then right then yeah. there's fuck me rich and the fuck right. me rich are the people who can spend 1.6 million dollars to fight something and lose <laughs> and it doesn't exactly. matter that's fuck me and rich it doesn't matter that yeah. is that is absolutely something. correct yeah that well, is absolutely correct well i'm glad this is all behind you and uh i i know people are very excited about it all and man what a learning experience huh it is. It's been a heck of a ride, and uh, we're at the other end, so now we're going to find some other rich people to piss off, and, and we'll, we'll go oh, on to our next project. I'm, I'm pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, once, Chick- once, like Chick-fil-A co- once Chick-fil-A coming in, I mean, that, talk about stopping yeah, traffic. Right. You think the yeah, Wegmans would have fought that? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I don't think they would have cared as much, but, yeah. you know, that's just me. Well, enjoy your dinner, and uh, say hi to uh, some of my friends over there at Pane Vino. Uh, I will. Yeah, I will. Uh, and uh, and you guys continue to do a great job. Appreciate you having me on, and uh, have a great weekend. All right, thanks. You man. too. Bye bye. All right, thanks, guys. My buddy Javion is a uh, bartender over there, boxer. Oh, no yeah. kidding. He was a boxing instructor. I think if you might be able to hang around. Yeah, it's um, yeah. All right. awesome. Well, there you go. Yeah, he's a boxer. Your bartending friend. He's a boxing instructor. Boxing instructor. Yes. Yeah, so I think he's started his own thing now. But we used to instruct together. Hmm. Yeah. Used to box. I instruct. Okay. I instruct. Oh. I did. You have to know how to box to instruct. That's yeah, true. Okay. Yes. Yes. Do you have a certification you have to pass? Yes. <laughs> yes. Can't okay. get knocked out. You got to be rounds certified and you got to have CPR. Is there a certain belt you have? You get You get no. a championship belt? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Big like, fight. Big fight coming up this weekend, fellas. We're, who, with we'll who, touch, Billy? We'll touch uh, on that. This A big one. I'm serious. Big fight. Like if you're going to be laying down some money. In Rochester? No, no. Vegas. Okay. Big. Oh. This is a big one. For real. Is it boxing or is it MMA? Boxing, boxing. not MMA. Yeah. This is boxing. It's kind of taking a backseat to MMA, yeah. don't you think? 
I mean, so many years ago it was Tyson and Foreman come back. Well, I miss those days. I, I've always thought, to me, I loved boxing. I'm not as big a fan of MMA. I understand, the, I. I understand the attraction to it. I know why people like it. I, I really do. The action is there. The violence. It, the violence is there. They, and they're smarter. They move these fights along. Right, so you got guys every three months that are coming up for fights. Right, where boxing you could go years. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, you could go years, and then somebody drops out or something happens, and there's there's not, and that's where I think boxing started to lose some of its momentum. But to me, I it's my preferred. I just looked up an MMA wrestler. We have one from uh, Rochester. I think he's fourteen one. His name is. Uh, oh, the kid, Gregor Gillespie. He was. Oh yeah, Gregor champ. Gillespie. Yeah, he was a wrestling champ yeah. at Webster. Webster and then he, Edinburgh is a so one-time national champ. His dad built a wrestling ring in the basement and used to wrestle the kid. They would grapple. Mm-hmm. That's how, yeah. He was uh, amazing. Yeah, and I think that uh, John Bones Jones is was born here, mm-hmm. and he is... I think he hint- went to East, right? Yeah, he's hinting at retiring, and he wants to do his last match at Madison Square Garden in his home state. That would be awesome. I, I would sell out, yeah. right? That would sell out uh, incredibly. Um, but yeah, no, this weekend is, is legitimately a, a huge fight. Cause I was, I went in to see our friends today, um, at the, uh, at the plug. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so they had all kinds of just, you know, there was all, there was, look, you go in there sneakers from all prices. I saw some Jimmy C sneakers on there, but this weekend you've got uh, Davis versus Garcia, Ryan Garcia. I think Ryan Garcia is, uh, to me, the, the better fighter in this match, but so if you want to put some money down, that was be that would be what I would say. I was watching boxing about a year ago after I got this thing for my for my wife. It was this punching bag stuff, and she uh, she goes, "You have been on this punching bag for two weeks, and all of a sudden you think you know everything about boxing." <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Hit him! <laughs> I've been trying to. I, I would. Uh, I think he's. I I think Ryan Garcia. I think this is like either. I know he was. I, I don't think he's super featherweight anymore. He might be featherweight. This might be. These are lighter guys. I didn't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> That's why. But uh, I'm I'm trying to find it now, and I'm not seeing. Yeah, because Garcia is. Uh, I think he's like 23 and 0. Oh, okay. the other guy is 26 and 0. Wow. Yeah. So he, somebody's got to lose. Yeah. Well, somebody's losing. I mean, this, well, is, could be this, this is this is probably the biggest fight that has been around in a long time. No kidding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. I would think that this would be the one that you want to see. You want cool. to see a fight. There's a George Foreman movie coming out too. I know. I saw that. A lot I of know. boxing. Boxing making a comeback. Boxing little by little. Yep. Slowly. Slowly but surely. Uh, we will take a moment. Um, at some point tonight, we're gonna go and test real Guinness, high octane Guinness versus non alcoholic Guinness. Super quick. Yeah. We're gonna do the <laughs> high octane versus the uh, the low octane. So we will do that. Uh, a little later on. And look at this guy that just walked dunks. in. Oh, I know. He belongs <laughs> on the commercial. <laughs> I'm going to make you look good. I guarantee it. <laughs> I want to tell you about my buddy Mike Mack and the incredible business he has with his wife, Kelsey. It's called Mack of All Trades. Mack of All Trades, yeah, they built the studio that we're in, but they can do anything for you from fix a leaky faucet to uh, refurbish windows, uh, all kinds of projects. I was talking to Mac for a little while today. They got a lot of stuff going on over there, and they're always moving forward. And if you've got something you want to move forward with, we'll give them a call at 585-202-9218. From handyman-type jobs to full bathroom remodels, you want a she-shed, they can do that. She-shed. Elect- electrical, carpentry. I mean, the name says it all. It's Mac of All Trades. Mac of All Trades, 585-202-9218, and macofalltrades.net.
Boot truck season is just around the corner. Graduation party, corporate picnic, backyard banger, we do it all. Platesandshakes.com. Rohrbach Brewing Company is Rochester's original craft brewery since 1991, and they're proving it every day. They just released something last week that is so good. Actually, the beginning of this week, it was available wherever you find your favorite beers on tap, wherever you pick up your beer to go, you can pick up Bathed in Light from Rohrbach Brewing Company. It is so good. It's a New England India Pale Ale, and it's delicious. I'm telling you, I, we had this in the studio, and I absolutely love Bathed in Light. It's part of their Neoteric series. And they're always coming out with new stuff. Look, you know what? Here comes the weekend. Why not go over to the Rohrbach Brewing Company's Beer Hall for brunch tomorrow? They get brunch on Saturday. Yeah, from 10 till, I don't know, 2, 3 in the afternoon. And you can even get a Beer Mosa. It's a Space Kitty Beer Mosa. Oh, it's so good. You got to try it. And the Bathed in Light. Have it right there. Rohrbach Brewing Company. They've been doing it right since 1991. That's why they're Rochester's original craft brewer. Leave Billified a voicemail anytime on the Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram line at 585-206-8866. Hey, Bill, Dan, Kevin, the rest of the Billified crew. I was just listening to the episode. Uh, you were talking about Merkins. You guys were talking about all these kind of donors and stuff like that, where you could get them from, like, sheep and stuff like that. And I got a perfect donor for this. Everybody's complaining about Greg Connors needing a haircut. See ya. <laughs> and be sure to like and subscribe to Billified wherever you get it. your podcast. I got a little donation there right here. <laughs> what is, yeah. I, that made us laugh, and then I saved oh it knowing God. you were gonna, coming in, so I thought. <laughs> I got a donation right here for the Merkin. <laughs> the Merkin. Uh, just real quick, I, uh, the the fight this weekend, I had Davis's record wrong. He's 28-0. Garcia is 23-0. There are 130, oh. 135 pounds. Uh, I, I don't think, like, there's a real title on hold. It's just more pride. It's going to be the, yeah. One's going to yeah, advance yeah. and the other one It's based I mean, on this, this is, fight, right? This is like, yeah, Where's this the is fight? The, it's in uh, Vegas this weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Davis is a former two division champion, but neither he nor Garcia needs belts to really market themselves. These guys are, and you got to see Davis is something to watch, but I like Garcia in this fight. Garcia you watch, says you he's going to take it out. I would like to watch it. I got to see, uh, what got you into boxing, by the way? Uh, when I was a kid at the Y, just being at the yeah. I mean, did and you get your ass kicked at some it, point in time, no, no, and then you were no. like, I'm going to defend myself? No, I or? had to swim, and I wanted to do some boxing stuff, and I did that. And then I, uh, you know, you learned boxing, and you learned how to throw your hips and your legs. And I, did How that. old were you? Uh, I was 8, 9, 10. Really? Right there, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah, 8, 9, 10. And then uh, from there, uh, it was, you know, you would just kind of, there was no boxing gyms around. Everything was, you know, far away. But I always had my grandfather loved it, and then we had heavy bags and things. So I always had an interest in it. And I had the speed bag as a kid. Old men all love. So boxing. did you actually? Did the YMCA actually have? I we used to watch that when I was a kid. Um, yeah, me too. That was on Saturday. Oh yeah, top rank boxing. Wild the sports. They did and, not have it where you had contact with each other. They had it where you were learning on oh, the bag, training, and you spar, and then the guy would put on the the stuff that would cover him, and you'd go in and fight. So that was it. And then as I got older and I came up here, I would go to rock boxing, and they had sparring and stuff like that there. Have you ever sparred lunch on Tuesdays? We could go over there. And spar. Have you ever been in like a an actual round, like three round match or? Yeah, where you went, this sparring is yeah, it's three minutes. In, yeah, in but the, it isn't sparring. One person is there to take a beating, and the other person's there to train. Have you no, ever no, had a no, match no, no, and no, been no. introduced? Be two guys would yeah. go in and just and fight. It, yeah, yeah. 
in this round wearing the black and I mean, yellow. It was mostly by that <laughs> Bill point. Bill Moran. It was guys who were had jobs and shit, so they weren't going to like kill you, but you could get hit. Yeah. You get hit. Yeah. That's interesting. It's, I, a, it's, a, uh, it's fun. Once you get in there. Well, yeah. boxing is different than fighting. Yes. It's a sport. Very different. Yeah. Yeah. It's very you sweet science. To, you want to score from the head to the... That's where, like, I mean, you know, I don't know what people think of uh, Floyd Mayweather, but he was kind of that... He was a matador, right? He could just bring you, bring you, bring you, Smart. bring you, wear you out. Yeah. And then he'd throw less punches, but he'd beat you. And it was about scoring points. Yeah. He's a, he's he wasn't a, so much a knockout guy. He was a sco- point yeah. scorer. Very boring to watch. Yeah. But, they were man, he, he's probably the smartest fighter. Not smart yeah. than other things, but probably the smartest fire, fighter who's ever lived. Yeah. And Pacquiao was one who, I mean, quick, quick with those hands. It yeah. threw a lot of punches. You know, but was not like Floyd where he could, I mean, Floyd could slip and roll. Sugar, I used to love Sugar Ray, man. Yeah. He's a, perform, yeah. He's a performer and a boxer. I used yeah. to love that stuff. Yeah. Did was, you see Creed? I did not see Creed 3. Oh, Creed 3. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I saw the first two. I did not see Creed 3. And I and somebody asked me to see it because they wanted, they they didn't like it. Was it another date night for you? Yeah. <laughs> they, did, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. <laughs> They didn't like the way this was, uh, the way it went. Because there, there was no Rocky in it? No, it, it wasn't the Rocky. It was the way something like, they didn't like the way the characters. Sequencing. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I felt the same way. Okay. I felt all the right, same way. That's interesting. Because I, I, uh, I hadn't seen that at all. Um, I, I want to bring this up because, well, since Greg's here, and we'll kind of transition to talking about, you know, the Bills and what's going on. I mean, DeMar Hamlin and... And then, of course, all the stuff with Josh and Doug's heard different things than we've heard on uh, some of the what? Can that confirm nor deny? No, I just... I, I'm just saying well, it's been out there, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we've we heard about it through other people, too. I just haven't been able to find anything that would be legitimate. They're keeping today. it hush, hush. But the, the NIL deal, that the NIL deals, I should say, that are going on in college football, it's name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. And Pete Carroll, who's the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, spoke with uh, Pro Football Talk or Pro Talk, yeah, pro football talk. And he said, these kids have choices and they're figuring figuring it out. And I just, the way he says this, I'll read this, and then I, I feel like there's an underlying message in it that isn't very positive, in my opinion. Well, but, coming from Pete Carroll, right. usually isn't. Yeah, right. These kids have choices and they're figuring it out. And here's a whole kind of, uh, here's a whole young kind of evolution occurring here. And they're early in it, but they're exposing exposed differently so we're seeing guys a little bit differently they're getting paid i think they can't help but be affected by that it's a different world they don't have to stay at their schools anymore they can go anywhere they want i think it changes the guys it changes their mentality i don't know what the result of it's going to be because it's only a couple of years old right now but it's evolving now and we're going to see i think some changes Carol Stretch, it's a bit too early to make any sweeping generalizations about how NIL has changed the mindset of rising players, but it will be interesting to see if there's a noticeable impact on their overall levels of maturity and other potential factors stemming from this fairly new reality. The way I'm seeing this is it's a guy got paid and he doesn't play as hard anymore. Yes. And that that's sort of what I'm seeing. Like, uh, to, to his point, I'm wondering yeah. if you're going to see guys – not do as well, and that hunger, you know, that fifth-round guy, the Tom Brady's, the guys who had that hunger to, to move up and go, that is there going to be less of that? I don't know. Well, I, for me, I don't think at, that, at the third round and fifth round, I don't necessarily think so. I mean, those NIL deals aren't like those guys that are in the first two right, rounds. Right. So, 
for me, it, and that's the difference between, look, the guys that succeed in the first round yeah. are the guys that have the ability and yeah. have the drive. Right. But because you're going to, they're going to have 32 guys drafted. Well, 31 because of the Dolphins, thanks to the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but not all 31 are going to be great players because some of them have the talent, but they don't have the heart. They don't have the drive. They don't have what it takes to actually be successful at that level. Right. That's why the thing with DeMar Hamlin, I, I think about, He's a great he, he's a talent and he's a he's he's a good football player. Right. But what made him be successful last year was his drive and his quick decision making and, and lack of fear. Right. Him coming back after he's been back, is he gonna miss that second or two? And is that gonna make the difference between because that's a that's the difference between whether the kid makes a team and plays or doesn't make the team. Yeah. It, it, well, every time I I think of the DeMar Hamlin situation, I think of like if you've ever slipped on stairs in some place. Next yeah. time you walk, you grab yeah. the banister a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like you go back to that same element. Is there going to be a little bit of fear? Are you going to have, uh, think, uh, well, hang on, I don't want to hit this way. Um, and what happened to him was really scary. He talked yeah. about, I died in front of everybody. But then, you know, and I also got to say, like, I wish he, I wish he came with more almost like a fighter where he came and he said, I'm coming back. It was it was very sort of soft spoken, <laughs> like, like well, I'm gonna make a comeback. Well that's how that's his personality. Yes, his is. personality yeah. is I mean, he's a he he's meeting him last year at training camp, super nice kid. I mean, very yeah. polite, very respectful, very community oriented. I mean, the team loves him. I mean, he's a great person to have on your team. He's not that rah-rah, no. I'm gonna get in your face and I'm gonna yeah. rip your head off kind of vocal. I mean, he did it on the field and he did it well. It's it's such a sliver. There's so many people in the NF, people who play football that want to get to that level that you've got to have it all going in the right direction. I think the NIL deals are going to, I think some kids might stay longer in college because they're going to make more money. Well, that's you true. Get the, you get yeah. those deals because you're relevant. Right. If you go to the NFL and you're a third or fourth round you, pick and you don't make you the team, you're not year, relevant. You only have five years in college. Right. With a red shirt. You're only four years. Now, well, gra- granted, four. there's been six or seven years, but that's because of COVID. You get five oh. years. That's it. Yeah. To make your money. Depends on what school you go to. Well, exactly. You go to a school that can't afford you, but you grew up in that town. That was your favorite school. Yeah. yeah. And then Duke says, well, you can come play here. We'll give you a scholarship and $100,000. Are you going to stay with yeah. your home school that you grew well, up with? Well, now with the or? transfer portal. The uh, and To me, it's, it's like it, it, it money talks. And unfortunately, some... That, that's going that way. I wonder what what would have happened with a guy like Tim Tebow, right? You see Tebow as so many people say the best collegiate football player, right, of yeah. all time, and then he went to the NFL, and while he may have been the strongest, he just didn't make that. He wanted he wanted to stay at, at quarterback, and he just did, well, didn't have it. And he's position. a great example of he's a great talent, he's a great athlete. Yes, but in the NFL, it takes something different. One of the reasons why I think Tebow wasn't successful in the NFL is because. He didn't have part of that commitment or drive or that it that it takes to be the the man in the NFL. Yeah, I thought he because didn't they want him to be a tight end, tight end, or a yeah, yeah. or an H back? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He wanted to and be quarterback. He, he could have gone to Canada and been a quarterback. He didn't, he, he didn't want to go to Grant Canada either. Yeah, so there were like Canadian well, teams De- lining up Denver for him to the playoffs. He did. I mean, they got, got a, a playoff you know, win. They got a playoff. I win. think there's too many people saying that he can't do it, and yeah. everybody said, "Yeah, he probably can't. With, he should have had a better chance." Same thing with Doug Flutie. Uh, he bullshit. was in the NFL. No. He had his chance. <laughs> I think that's I don't, bullshit, no, Doug. Come I don't on. Think so. No. You get one, one chance. One team, two teams. Look, in the uh, NFL. Where, where did he go? Jets, Denver? Jets, I thought there were Denver. three teams. Oh, there were. There, there. Jet, oh, hold on, hold on a second. Was there a Jets? He went to the Jets. He went to Denver. Then he actually got on for a training camp with, with the Patriots. Oh, with, with the Patriots. Patriots. He got cut. 
He, he, then he had no guaranteed money. He goes to Philadelphia with Chip Kelly, and he yeah. got cut in the last round of cuts. Goes to play baseball, and then he came back last year to try to, or two years right. ago, to try to play tight end for yeah. the Jacksonville Jags. Yeah. And he actually, his baseball wasn't all that bad, but it, I don't think he ever cracked the majors. Like no. the, the NFL stands for not for long. Not for long. You get, you yeah. get, they give you, you have a small, Small window, and that's for Demaris. You're he, telling me Tim Tebow isn't better than any of the third round draft or third round stringers that was on the team. He was, Not but to make but, it. but he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna put himself there. He had the opportunity, he didn't want it. So yeah. why? Because here, he didn't have it between the ears to put it in what he needed to do. Because right. he had other things in his life and purpose, like God and yeah. saving everyone else, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, but that just doesn't make it in the NFL. I'll and that's why I think saving NFL, God doesn't make it in the NFL. Everybody was praying when Demar Hamlin was on the ground. Let me tell you, let me just. <laughs> I think we need a little more God in the NFL. Well, probably Not to step on your toes. But well, <laughs> well, when he he didn't want to be a third string guy, he wanted to no. be a starter. Was well, that the thing? If I'm not a starter, I don't. I won't play. I think or? he wanted to be a quarterback, right? And I thought they wanted him in another position. So he wanted to play quarterback. Yes, but. He accepted a trade to go to the Jets. They offered him two teams. Denver offered him two slots. Hey, Peyton's coming. You got to go. Yeah. So you got two choices. You can go to New York, play for the Jets, back up Mark Sanchez, or fight for the job. Or you can go to Jacksonville and be the man right now. I'll go to New York. Uh, oh, really? So they brought in, I know this on so firsthand, they brought in Bill Polian to do an intervention with Timo because Tebow had outside interest, his faith, Christianity, whatever, and even Bill Polian couldn't talk him into just being more team-oriented. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not saying he was selfish, but he had other interests that were more important to him than his football career. Well, maybe he thought the, uh, the the other guys were ungodly. They want to be around these <laughs> heathens all the time. I, I'll play with you on the field, but after that, yeah, fuck you guys. Oh, wait, he didn't say it like that. He said, uh, no, the heck with you. you. The, the heck, heck with you, you guys. <laughs> but that's where the, and I think what the NAL is doing is, is, is it's giving these guys opportunities and access they never yeah. had. And I think it takes some of the fire out of their belly. Yeah, that's what I was taking from this article. It's like the fire, and that's just it. Look, I can see it in what I do. Yeah. You know, people come in, they want something. And then once they get it, they don't necessarily have the same drive. Their expectation is to have what they currently have. They're not necessarily driving to the next level. Right. There's uh, Marcellus Wiley, who played for the Bills, had a talk show for a while. He's famous for saying this. He goes, more guys in the NFL are more interested in what football can do for them than what they could do on the football field. Most players are. And so once they get that check... yeah, and Look at all the free agents who get that second contract. In fact, he's wearing Marcellus Wiley's college colors. 
Oh yeah, Car- oh, uh, Columbia. Yeah. Columbia. Columbia, Columbia Blue. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot he was an Ivy League guy. Yeah, yeah. and then he had, from Compton went he, to the Ivy League. Yeah, he had his uh, brilliant kid. He, I, he had back issues, and I thought he told me he had a couple of vertebrae fused. He may have, yeah, no doubt. Neck when he was playing for for uh, Buffalo, but it's what happens when you play at that level, man. Yeah, that's why right. you gotta have. That's why I never got for, in. For Hamlin, <laughs> I would. Is that why the one reason? Yeah, yeah that's the, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. couldn't get into that. My prediction still is that Hamlin comes in, plays through camp, gets on the field, does well, performs well. We won't be able to notice necessarily where he's missing a step or two. Yeah, but they'll be able to see it in the film, and uh, he'll either make the cut and stay on the team, and they'll celebrate that, or he'll. You know, see it himself or make yeah, a graceful exit. We're talking about this. I go. I, I'm not sure if I'm his agent. Uh, this is a tough one. <laughs> do you yeah, encourage this? Do you I not mean, encourage this? I, I, one it, hit and you're done. You're dead. I, that's well, I, yeah, uh, but I, I don't think. I don't. Could it happen I again? Believe, can lightning strike twice? Yeah, it can. I, yeah. Well, lightning <laughs> can always strike twice. But what I saw, what I what I've seen on the news and what I've read is that the circumstance. He's not more susceptible to it happening again than you are. You or I. Yeah. Are susceptible to it. So, I mean... He said, I like my odds. Yeah. That's what he said. I like my odds. Hey, life's a gamble. Yeah. Yeah, right. it's... Yeah. it's Well, first of all, every football player that I know that's any good is crazy. And they think no, this is not going to happen to them. Well, sure. You that's can't why. think that it's way. It's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. You'd be too worried. You wouldn't be able to focus. Yeah, that's, 100%. Yeah. And so he's 100%. thinking, you know, and that's why that's why with the concussion protocol, Tua, Tua, right? Yeah. Tua gets knocked out in that Bills game. The dude is off his rocker. He's loony. Yeah. Can you go back in? Hell yeah. Yeah. Of course I can. And he's saying I've that done now. It. I've said it. He said he contemplated retiring, but he wants his son to see him play. He wants to see his I son. Think, of- I think this is Tua's last year after uh, hearing I that. I agree. Once, yeah. you mention, once you say something like that, it's over. You're you're done. You're no, you're mentally you're done. You think so? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's. I think he's playing it out, getting his what he can out of it, and then because remember he was pre nil, so yeah. he's got to play out his contract, make his money, yeah. maybe get another. Co- or but he's. I think he's toast. Don't be I surprised thought, if you I thought, see. I thought for sure he was toast after this year. I, th- I, I think. And again, I I've never. Uh, there's been a lot of Tua haters. I'm not a Tua hater. He throws a great catchable ball, and I think he's good. Yeah. And I think he could play in the NFL. He's—I don't think he's that top quarter. I think he's top the, quartile quarterback. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would not. If I'm his agent, if I'm his family, I'm yeah. telling him no way. Well, I, that's what I'm thinking. I've seen yeah. Jim. I look. I see. I've been friends with Jim for a long time, and he 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 ages. And his friends Thurman and Bruce is the only one that hasn't aged like the rest of them. Right. But they age more. I mean, well, their bodies. I remember are just, when we used to have Jim Kelly would came into the studio once, and he said that uh, I'll never forget this line as long as I live. Well, there were a couple like he. Some days he can't bend over to tie his shoes, so he was wearing Crocs and stuff because yeah. he goes, "It's yeah. just easier." And that sometimes he'd say to his wife, "Hey, want to go see uh, this movie?" And she's like, "We went and saw it last week, Jim." Yeah, and he, he couldn't goes, remember. I can't remember. I can't remember. So that. I mean, I go. Troy Aikman was the winning quarterback. However, if I'm going to sign a deal, a Josh Allen style deal, change Uh, generations. I mean, that's generational. Well, look at steroids in baseball, but in the NFL too. Let's not forget that. I mean, like, hey, look, if they're going to offer you this huge check, yeah, I could take a needle for that. Sure, I'll deal with the consequences when they come. That's how they think. By the way, Troy Aikman can't remember anything about Super Bowl Thirty, and he won. Yeah, yeah, I know. That that's or at least the second half, right? Wasn't it? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that, that's insane. That's the celebration, insane. all you live for. No, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe Josh Allen won't remember any of the rumors that are going on around him, about him either. So this, it's been funny because I, I feel like the DeMar Hamlin story should be the one that's grabbing all the headlines, but I think we just like salacious yeah. stories. It Sex seems, sells. Doesn't it? Well, well, it's also a quarterback. Your franchise quarterback. That's why. Well, the King, I think the that's King why. Podcast last night, I'll get the better ratings than Doug and I. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I don't know. Doug's pretty funny, though. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, man. I should say about myself. Hey, wait a He's the Tim Tebow of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. I was on the radio in Canada, then I made it back to America. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is this? Now, we had heard different stories. And somebody wrote me this big, long thing, and I'll paraphrase. It was on Instagram, and they said that uh, she caddied for him. Was that three weeks ago? Pebble no. Beach. Pebble Beach. Was That That wasn't three that weeks ago. That was the pro-am in... You're talking about in, Josh Allen's girlfriend? Josh Allen's girlfriend, okay. yes. That was Brittany. February, Brittany. I believe. Brittany. By the way, has anybody... I have said this when it first happened. Brittany Spears, and she went after the... Uh, conservatorship. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right? Yeah. And she didn't want it, and she got freed. And I said... I'm worried about this because it doesn't look like she's all there. I'm watching. I followed her on Instagram just to see what was going to happen. She has turned into, and Doug, you can relate to this, the scary stripper, afternoon stripper. You know, the one, the oh, scary yeah. one in the afternoon. You're headlining. That you're going, yeah. At like, like 3 okay, o'clock in the afternoon. Now you can work Mondays. Noon yes. to four. You That's got your it. One shift. <laughs> she has turned into that stripper, man. Britney Spears? Yes. If you look her up on I'm Instagram, up right she now. does all these dances and stuff. And I look and I go, oh, my God. And so I don't know where the truth lies with what was happening with her money. But I kept going, as a parent, I would, I, as a parent myself, I'd be very concerned. And I wouldn't want to have the world think I was a, in any way I don't, I don't want to say abusing necessarily, but financially abusing my daughter and things or making her do things to make money. Uh, so I don't know where the truth lied with all that, but I, I go, man, this isn't going to end well. And it's, it's yeah. just not. And I'm watching it now. She's stripping. And I go, the other day I'm looking at it and I go, oh, my God, she's turned into that scary stripper that strips at 3 in the afternoon. Oh like you're there now. The lunch crowd. You're now there. <laughs> That's it. Hey, guys. With all those the guys that watch the first 20, 30 years, they're still – you know, I, I, I can be with her. I, I can be with her now. Yeah, but you're yeah. not getting any. Just come down to my level. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> but anyway. Well, behind the music continues. So Look, Josh, we're, you, we're yeah. parents. Yes. So you, I, you, it you bothers know, me. You, you, know what, you, you do what's right for your kids. I yes. mean, there are some parents probably You'd have some, to. you know, misguided yeah. intentions. But even in those parts. You see what? I just see some yes. bad parents almost every day. As an yeah. Uber driver? Yeah. 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 So, you know. And if they did something wrong or illegal, that I mean, that's what the courts are for. I mean, the, you can't. There's so much oversight and overview to those types of things. It's yeah. So the, it was all these documentaries that became this groundswell. Free Britney, free Britney, and there were all these people saying, right? It became a groundswell. And I think I watched one of the documentaries and I went, uh, okay, uh, I would hate to see anybody be manipulated and forced to do things. But now I go, something's not right here. And I'm so now Britney's free, and where are all these people? Are they helping her take care of Why herself? Why is she going on tour? Are they taking care of her mental health? Well, allegedly she has an album that's supposed to drop. I don't, I don't know when. I thought I read that she had an album. All I know is that I opened up Instagram the other day, and she's twirling in her front foyer with, I think she's topless, and she's got her hands covered, and she's got some kind of like 
green bikini bottoms and she's just dancing and I go, oh my God, she's turned into this scary stripper, just, man. Just, just, oh just, my God. Three o'clock. Give me a Selfies. three o'clock in the afternoon oh, here we go. DJ intro. <laughs> All right. Uh, the buffet's open and here comes Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just because my car's in the parking lot. They don't have DJs for the lunch. (laughs) No, no, no. You got a jukebox in the gym. Were they stripping the Muzak? Yeah. (laughs) We got Phil Collins. Play me C4 on the jukebox. Rod Stewart. Okay, Joe. Okay. That's amazing. You don't have a DJ during the day. (laughs) You're playing your own music. That's what I mean. I go, oh my goodness. This is bad. But the Brittany that we're talking about, Brittany Williams, who is uh, Josh Allen's girlfriend. I don't know what she is now. Ex-girlfriend. So, yeah, well, I keep seeing like the, the unfollow. That's the new big breakup, right, on social media. She unfollowed him, and so that starts to leak out. She the New York up. Post. Had, oh, God. No, I just know the New York Post had a, a, an article and stuff. But somebody, I was told that the breakup happened before the Bengals game. Now, I couldn't find anything to confirm that. So then a listener said, no, it wasn't, because then she had put out a thing saying what a great leader Josh was, and we did see that on TMZ. And then on the 23rd, that was the day after the game, and especially all the things that happened, uh, you know, leading up to the when that game finally got played or they finally met on the field. And then uh, they said she was his caddy for a few holes at Pebble Beach, so that she meant they were in, still together. She was in the family suite um, for the Bengals game as well. Yeah, so I... I I would assume, like, so things were going well. But then we don't know why they broke up, but what are you seeing or hearing? What did I, what I heard last week was that uh, she she got a U-Haul, backed it up to the ho- his house, grabbed all her yeah. shit, yeah. and left. And rumor had it was that she got in his phone and found um, uh, baby pictures. Uh, Sonograms. Sonograms. Yeah. Goddamn phones. From, uh, <laughs> Phones kill oh, every man. No evidence. Never have any evidence on this. Well, evidence. And then uh, she found out. She was, pictures confronted him, and apparently it's a waitress. Really? He's yeah. going Tiger. Uh, yeah, right. Perkins. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wasn't it Waffle House? Yeah, no, it was uh, Denny's. No, that was Perkins Denny's Grand but, Slam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it Denny's? Yeah. yeah I don't what? know what it was. Yeah. I just heard it was a waitress. And yeah. I think it was Perkins. Pictures. I think it was Perkins in Orlando. It was Perkins, yeah. because yeah. I remember my brother going, I think that's the Perkins. Because <laughs> <laughs> he lived in Orlando at the time. I think that's the one. I'm like, let's go see if we can find her. <laughs> More coffee? <laughs> so we were just playing euchre with a few friends, and one friend's like, yeah, I'd be out of there. And uh, my other buddy's like, Gonna be worth six hundred million dollars. You might want to stick it out yeah. and be stepmommy. And uh, yeah. do you want to have a sister wife? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was strange because I had seen her at training camp a couple years back. Yeah, probably pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID because the she, first training camp since COVID was last year. She did not look like she does now. Yeah, and I was like, I man, mean, she's always just been. soaked into her. Oh, he pores. bought her boobs. She looked good. She's oh, really? Always yeah. been. I mean, we met her. We met Brittany and Josh, and they came in and Josh's family in his rookie year. Yeah, and she, you know she she was very polite. She was very nice. She was very kind. She was always very giving of her time. Um, as is Josh and, and his family and his mom and dad. And when she came back, the, and we were there for a couple of years. And then when they came back last year, she had a different look. Yeah, and, and the look was yeah. she evolved from a small town girl from yes. California. Yes. To an L.A. New York City. You got girl. it. That was exact. Greg, you nailed it. That's exactly. And I do. 
I didn't know how she to. She lost that innocence too. That that kind, sweet little oh, bit she of did. innocence. Oh, that I can't. She was very. Again, she was still very sweet to she us. She had a little bit of a farm girl look to her. I thought. Uh, and she I, came in. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I know that sounds yeah. mean, but I grew up in a rural wholesome. part. Of the, yeah, yeah, wholesome. She looked yeah. corn-fed, man. Yeah. Go ahead, Doug. What? No, <laughs> talking about the afternoon stripper. <laughs> I've seen strippers come in at 18 years old yeah. and try out and last a week and crying in the back room. And in six months, they're they're upside down on the pole, raking it in. Yeah. And I've seen the older ones at 38, yeah. 40. Uh-huh. And as the young ones evolving. Yeah. Coming in, they're going down to the yeah, afternoon shifts, yeah, and it's it. just amazing to see. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know what that's a, that it's is life. That, it's like an NFL life. career. No, but it's it like is. an it's NFL career. Right. Right. That's right. And there's a lot of concussions in the strip bar. <laughs> <laughs> you slip off that pole. The average career yeah. is only uh, two and a half years. You got to <laughs> make your money yeah. when you can, and what don't do, spend it. What did we learn from the dentist this week? <laughs> you, you can look inside somebody's mouth and tell you what they've been doing. Yeah, but it was not it only was how healthy they're. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, pickering or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like pink eye, but it was yeah. Something basically, it's yeah. like an injury from a bruising. You yeah. Know, yeah, having a dick in your, in your mouth. mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I've never heard of that. No, so, oh, thank God. Is it pikaki? I don't <laughs> know. Bukaki. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens now? Do do? do I mean, is I feel bad for Josh. I do. To be honest with you, I feel Could bad you, for Josh. Look, first of all, can you imagine? No. If 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 you or I. Or Dan had that kind of attention. We well, were going through a breakups in our life. Oh I my said, God. I said to uh, not me, of course, but that. I don't know anything <laughs> about your life. I don't know about that. I said I to know. these. I said to these guys, being famous sucks. It does. Suck. Being famous sucks because this yeah, is this is oh. what like yeah. Demar Hamlin should really be what right. people are talking about when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. It's not, and whether or not, and now it seems like the rumor of him knocking somebody else up has really gained some steam. That's a lot of personal issue. And by the way, it's going to be a human being at some point. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing if is it's like, true. If it, it's true. It, well, I can't find anything to say. Again, it, it comes down to we Americans love to build up the underdog, right? Small, the kid from nowhere yes. goes to junior college, goes right. to Wyoming, right. goes to the Bills, resurrects the most phenomenal franchise fan base in the history of the NFL. Yep. And he's at the pinnacle. Yep. He's got all this going for him. He chokes against the Bengals. And now his personal life is in shambles. Yeah. And what is it? Everybody's watching him just fall. Yeah. Just watching him crumble, mm-hmm. and it gets all the attention. Right. It sucks. And he comes back to win a Super Bowl. In he is. That yeah. would be pretty good. The Josh Allen story. What, one of the things, one of the things <laughs> That's that my I, fantasy. What I like most about Josh's interview the other day when they came kinda back. Kinda kinky. When they came, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of kinky, Danny. I'm sorry. When they came back. Was how he said, I'm more focused on football than I ever have been. Yeah. 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 That right there, I was like, right? perfect, awesome. It, now, I hate to say this, as a, as a, as a stubborn, selfish male mm-hmm. who loves football, it's because he doesn't have some woman nagging him. Right. About, Can we go to dinner? Are we going to go here? You spend too much time playing video games and playing football and golf. What about me? Do you not love me anymore? Wow, Greg! I think uh, we tapped a vein there, didn't we? <laughs> well, I'm 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 with Greg. I wrote an article what about do you mean, this I'm last with week. Greg, I'm you with don't that kind of. See, he, I get Dan's guy. No, he, no. He, he I wrote an article it. about this last it. week. Say, hey, look, Doug and I have no idea what you're talking. Josh about. Allen. <laughs> I don't get those kind of arguments. Not these days, little Doug. No, no, Josh. No, Josh Allen. 
you know, he has to take over the offense like it's his. Yes. Yes, and so, yes. and like, it sounds like, or it looks like there's no quarterback in the NFL right now since Brady retired that, that does that. There's no computer behind center anymore. Peyton Manning was that was right. that uh, yeah. computer behind center. Tom Brady was the computer behind center. Aaron Rodgers isn't. Ben Roethlisberger never was. No, I'm wondering if... And Allen has the... He, he, that Wonderlick, I think he scored pretty high on the Wonderlick. He's yeah, he a did. smart dude. Yeah. Now, if you don't have any distractions... I don't know what this other story is. Maybe that yeah, will be well, a bigger that's one. A distraction if it's real. well, it's life. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if he's focused on football, man, I'm all for it. Well, here's the greatest thing: is like, I live my life vicariously through Josh even, Allen. Even if that, <laughs> you and me both. Even yeah. if this story, even even if my this, wife does. This rumor is true. You got enough money that you can have. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Round the clock care okay. and you'll yeah. be fine. You know what I mean? You have round the clock care for the kid. You could get the best of the best for the child. Then he knocks up the nanny. That's my story. Stop it. That's my story. I did that. Don't do that. It's an ugly nanny. Wait, my nanny was ugly. I was just horny. <laughs> I suck it in everything, anywhere. Oh, I come on, do Have it. Have you seen that kid? Huh? No. Oh, seen that? No. Yeah. Looks he looks just, just like, like Arnold. Arnold. Looks yeah, just like, looks like Arnold. I think he has the gap between his teeth and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just keep Josh away from... <laughs> Keep Josh away from golf clubs in the in the garage and right. away from oh, yeah. the car. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take a moment. When we come back, should we do the uh, taste test? The uh, yeah, sure. Non-alcoholic Guinness versus real Guinness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, should we? Since it's you, uh, I was going to be. I would be the one who drinks Guinness mostly. Yeah. Would you like to also be? Who else wants to be in it? Because I'm thinking we have a guy who knows how to pour beers. We can't see which is which. Do you understand what I'm saying? For it to be a true blind taste test. Oh, so I'll somebody pour, has yeah. to pour. So maybe I'm a, Doug. I'm a bartender, of yeah. course. Right. You got a spoon? Uh, yeah. Okay. You can pour it over a spoon. If, yeah. I don't I'm, have, I'm not planning on shooting up. You turn no, it no, over no, and you let it. You got a lighter? <laughs> I don't have the proper spoon. I'm not a beer drinker, but I'll I'll join. You'll join? Yeah. yeah. We'll see if you can cool. tell the difference between non-alcoholic Guinness and real Guinness. Uh, Iron Smoke, the internationally acclaimed New York State Farm Distillery right here in Fairport, New York, is a fun place to tour. Uh, unwind with delicious craft cocktail made with the incredible Iron Smoke Whiskey, which j- just won two golds in the Denver International Contest. And we have, uh, I did a one-on-one with Tommy Burnett that uh, I'm going to release on Saturday. It's 45 cool. minutes. It's a bon- gr- Bonus billified. Yeah, yeah, bonus. I thought we'd do once a month, maybe do a Saturday session. Yeah, that's cool. And it's a great interview. He is probably the coolest guy I've ever known. Like truly, like the, oh, cool, yeah. the cool you can't be. But you'd love to be, but you can't. I yeah. mean, this guy has just lived. He's been homeless. He has been down and out. 
He's been on tour with Modern sure. English in yeah. front of 30,000 people. Yeah. Then with his own band, opened up for George Thorogood. You know, stood around a recording studio with David Bowie, tried out for Def Leppard. I mean, all these different things. And uh, and then went on to have a huge marketing company. It's, it's a fascinating interview, so check it out. I'll drop that on Saturday. But they also have been called one of the 10 best bourbons outside of Kentucky. And in... Um, uh, Forbes magazine has said the Iron Smoke Distillery smokes its grains over applewood before using them in distillation. The process results in a bourbon that doesn't have a sweet syrupy note expected from the category. Instead, on the palate, abundant spice and smoke join in, bringing to mind char-grilled peppered meat covered in maple syrup. And this was all an idea that Tommy had standing in his backyard smoking ribs and drinking bourbon. It's all it takes. Well, right. I mean, was smoking, right. but is it? <laughs> he probably needed a drink. Necessity is the mother of invention. I yeah. have to tell you, I don't drink. I'm not a bourbon whiskey mm-hmm. drinker at all. And I was at a pitch that he was selling for investors and there was a bunch of other, and he was, you know, the entertainment, the uh, different spirit side of things. And I was not interested at all. And Tommy comes over, realized I was the only one that wasn't tasting it. And he's like, come on, you got to try this. You're the only person. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I don't drink brown. He's like, come on. He goes, he goes, everybody like you taste this. Yeah. And it was apple pie. Yeah. Rosie's apple yep, pie. Yep, yep. He goes, everybody likes it. And I was like, all right, look, I'll try it. Not only did I try it and like it, I actually invested in the business. Yeah, I know. He That's did. how good yeah. it is. And, and if it, you can get me to drink it, anybody <laughs> will Well, the funny it. part is like all, uh, all spirits, right, are clear. Until they're aged in a barrel, and that's where the brown comes from. Huh. Is that yeah? So it's everything. I'm pretty sure all spirits are clear. So we could say it started out clear, Greg. Right, it started out clear. <laughs> uh, over, <laughs> get your weekend started. Mike and Julie playing Friday acoustic sunset sessions over there, five till eight, and then the Taint take the stage Friday night, eight thirty to eleven thirty, ten dollar cover. Saturday night, My- Meyer and McGuire. You know, I don't know Meyer McGuire. Acoustic Sunset Sessions, 3.30 to 6.30, and then branded with a $10 cover Country. Charge. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they take on the, they get on the stage at 8.30. Very, Saturday. very talented. I've shared a stage with them once. And not in the way where, like, I play yeah. one day and yeah. they play another. No, we were on the stage <laughs> on the same, same night. Doug knows that, like, all the comics I shared a stage with. I mean, it might have been months so apart, they t- but so they, they, told, they told we're us. We kicked off the show. They told us there were five bands. Brandon was second. They told us, okay, 45 minutes, Dan, yeah. off. Then Brandon comes out and plays for an hour and 15. I'm like, come on. Come, come on. on. I wanted to play for an hour and 15. Great stuff happening in the Iron Smoke Distillery, 111 Parse Avenue in Fairport, New York, baby. Uh, when, before we come back, I did a, a, a little interview with Justin Harris, who is the reigning champion, two-time champion at Land of Legends. Huh. Yes, in the uh, Big Block Modified. And uh, racing starts there again Saturday night, so we'll talk to that. And then we'll come back and we'll do a little taste testing. Cool. Let's do it. Justin, are you familiar with that song? You don't know Rapid Roy, that stock car boy by Jim Croce? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> Justin Hares is uh, a, an entrepreneur. He owns a business, and he's also the big block modified. Uh, are you the champion from last season at, at Canandaigua with Land of Legends? Yeah, yeah. The last year's uh, champion Atlanta Legends, uh, two years in a row. So we're uh, shooting for our third. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot that goes into this because I, I've been down in the pits. I've seen your operation up close. You got a whole team of guys. You got your trailer. You got all. How long does it take to get that prepared? Because this weekend kicks off racing at Atlanta Legends. 
Yeah, I mean, we we pretty much it's an all year, um, you know, thing that we kind of prepare for. Uh, you know, racing starts um, our first week is this weekend, and uh, it goes, you know, at Atlanta Legends, you know, into September, and then uh, there's a bunch of big races, um, you know, towards the end of the year that pretty much takes you right into the first week of November, where we uh, we finish our year out in North Carolina at the dirt track. Um, right across from uh the speedway there in charlotte so um it's it's a long season and then we we take a couple months off during the holidays and then uh right back at it you know after the first of the year getting stuff prepared for the upcoming season wow i mean there there's an awful lot and how how many hours would you say are you putting in or your team putting in leading up to this race saturday uh on the car making sure everything's up to spec enough tires enough fuel all that right now yeah, well, I mean, I couldn't even tell you the hours yeah. that we spent in the off season just just preparing and and cleaning and just you know rebuilding stuff. And uh, we got a new car that we put together over the winter. That you know, you got probably sixty to seventy man hours, you know, assembling it um, during the season. And um, last you know last week we it was our uh, they had an open practice that we went to. And uh, just kind of make sure everything does, uh, you know, nothing falls off, the brakes work, the motor runs good, no skips, no gremlins, as I like to call them. Um, and uh, we did that last Saturday. It was a beautiful day. Obviously, it was 80 degrees out. And uh, we've pretty much been at the shop, um, you know, not a ton this week, just kind of um, probably about six to eight hours this week we'll, we'll spend in the shop, just uh, going back through everything, make sure everything's nice and tight and, uh, you know, nothing uh, popped up where, where we didn't catch it at the track that maybe loosened up. But, uh, so far everything's good. We're just, um, going to put the finishing touches on it tonight. Um, and we'll be ready to, to load the car up uh, Saturday to get ready to go over the land of legends. Man, look at this. There's another season, the 2023 season about to get underway. Do you ever get nervous before races? Because I didn't realize in these big block modifieds, how open you really are, you know, with with in terms of driving close to everybody else, you know, stock cars and things, you seem to have a little more, uh, I don't know, protection between you and the car next to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I get more nervous about doing good than than actually like uh, my safety. I guess yeah. um, obviously it's always in the back of your head. That's you know, I got you know two children and a wife, so I'm I'm you know it's a little bit different than. Uh, and I took a pretty violent flip in 2018 where yeah. I, you know, flipped like six or seven times and had a concussion and black eyes and everything else. So it's still, uh, you know, every time I drive into turn three wide open there and the track's got a little choppiness and roughness, I think of that, that night where I, where I barrel rolled a bunch of times. But, uh, you know, once you get in there, it's, you know, you are locked in and it's, you got so much concentration and you just really focus on, and what you're trying to do a lot of fun and you know obviously very very competitive yeah that's what i always say is like race race car driving driving cars at high speeds on a track i can't think of anything that is closer to being zen where there's no other thought in your mind but what you're doing in that moment yeah and, and being on dirt you know you you yeah. know one slip up or one uh misjudge a corner you know you get out of the little bit of traction that's there you slide up into a guy i mean you are, we're literally racing, you know, feet from each other, inches sometimes from each other, and uh, definitely a lot of adrenaline, a lot of fun, and, and uh, we really enjoy doing it. Well, very good. Good luck this season, and uh, 
Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us. And I, I'm sure I'm predicting another track championship, a three-peat, a three-peat, Justin. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, you know, that's really what we're shooting for. And obviously a championship comes with consistency and wins. And uh, we're looking to hopefully start the season off right down the victory lane. So uh, we're excited. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long winter. We're ready to get back at it. There you go. Justin Hares. And the uh, track champion from Land of Legends last season, back again this season, and he learned something new. Jim Croce's Rapid Roy, that stock car boy. You know that stock car boy, he too much to believe. You know we always got an extra pack of cigarettes. Comedy at the Carlson, one of the best comedy rooms in the country, and it's right here in Rochester, New York, baby, our own backyard. And this Friday night, they're doing something really cool. It's a night of comedy to benefit 1330 Cancer Connect during Adolescent and Young Adult Cancer Awareness Month. 1330 members try their hand at stand-up comedy and share the surprisingly humorous side of cancer alongside comedian Sky Sands, who is absolutely fantastic, just a true talent, and Todd Youngman, who, again, will make you laugh falling out of your seat. Remember, laughter is the best medicine. You can find tickets and showtimes for all things happening at carlsoncomedy.com. Leave Billify to voicemail anytime on the Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram line at 585-206-8866. Hey, Billy. Just got to say, not cool last night with Kevin. He's so cute. But good for you. You you were responsible. You apologized. And I think that's class. Just want to tell you that. Take care. Good show. Bye. And be sure to like and subscribe to Billified wherever you get your podcast. Class, Billy. Was that Mama Bear? I don't know who that was, but uh, Kevin actually saw that. Wasn't here. March? No, no, oh. that was not. I thought that, that was, was March. No, not March. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Like my mom, no, it was not her. It oh. was not her. All right, so Doug has poured the non-alcoholic Guinness, which I didn't even know they made. Yeah, I found it yesterday. Well, it was in you the fridge. Know this is non-alcoholic. No, 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 oh, no. I'm I know just which saying, one is. He knows which oh. one's which. But the non-alcoholic versus uh, real. So we'll taste it and we'll see which is it's if we can determine. It certainly it. smells. Certainly smells like Guinness. Dragon Bill, take a sip. Um, it, this doesn't taste like there's alcohol in it to me. So you're saying no? I'm saying mine's no. Mine tastes thinner. I'm than saying Guinness yeah. That this, I, you no. say this is a no. Okay. This doesn't taste like there's alcohol in it. Okay. Now taste glass number two. All right, glass number two. Should have brought some crackers. Oh, yeah. Cracker ass cracker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that. Here, wait. I should probably clean my palate with vodka. <laughs> <laughs> now, this tastes like Guinness to me. So you're saying yes on number two. Yeah, I'm saying number one for me was non alcoholic, and number two was alcoholic. Yeah, this one here for me tastes up. Like there's alcohol in it. It just little, tastes, tastes more heavier. like a Guinness to me. It's a little heavier. A little heavier. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was a Guinness. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wow. Shut the fuck wow. up. The second one was not. That's wow. how it went. I didn't no open that kidding. one first time. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. No. This one tastes... Maybe it's in my head. The alcoholic one tasted lighter. The non-alcoholic one tasted heavier for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this still tastes thinner somehow. They've come so far with trying to match it up. I mean, it's mm. not like 30 years ago when it first came out. It tastes like Doug's shit. fucking lying to me. His <laughs> palate knows. No, Doug. I would Doug. It's all dude, I do I is to... drink Guinness. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so a funny thing about non-alcoholic beer. So yeah. we go, I take the office out for uh, St. Patrick's Day, and we go down the Trotta, 
And we take them all out, and everybody orders a drink. And and one of our man, that non-alcoholic tastes better. To so me. yeah, I'm not. <clears throat> so right. one of the staff members <laughs> orders a non-alcoholic drink, and yeah. he's a younger guy. And I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I'm like, oh geez, he's kind of young to be an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, is that what you were thinking? So I'm now, thinking. See, here's what I'm thinking. So I so I'm thinking. Doesn't myself, want to embarrass himself in front of the boss, right? So we're we're talking and and and. I, I, I'm like, how do I say, you know, why are you drinking non-alcoholic beer? Mm-hmm. And later on, he goes, oh, yeah, I graduated from high school two years ago. And I was like, oh, he's not 21 yet. Yeah, wow. So he was out with us, wanted to be a part of it, ordered non-alcoholic beer. And I was like, I knew I hired this kid for a reason. He's a smart kid. Smart guy. So what, what was he doing? He's one of our paralegals. Ah, look at Went this. to paralegal school, out yeah. of high school, yeah. two-year degree. Yeah. He's 20 years old or something now. And Oh, cool. And yeah, but smart kid, good kid, and uh, but I was like, man, he's so he certainly. I, I gotta tell you, there are times <laughs> I would ordered water. <laughs> there are times now, yeah, like me too. I know some bars that are stocking non-alcoholic beverages, which I know it sounds weird. You're making a face. Does this happen in any? No, we we have one uh, one brand or something. One brand, yeah. I, okay, so there is a place I go to where the owner doesn't drink. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so he keeps all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's good when you own because otherwise it's a long night. Well, it's bad. Yeah, look, and then I, you got to drive home, and it's... I have friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have friends. I know. I've seen this shit, but <laughs> this guy, and then also uh, the what is it? Not monster water. What's the uh, liquid uh, something? Death? Liquid death. Liquid death. Yeah, liquid so death is water. It's water. Yeah, yeah. So they keep that. It's it's in, it's canned water. Yeah, and he keeps that in there. Yeah. And, but I'm telling you, when you're in a it's bar, the best market, best marketing ever for water, liquid death. I've, I've, never, I've never heard of this. Yeah, oh yeah, go death. to Darien Lake for uh, Live Nations. <laughs> yeah, that's what they sell. Their water is is liquid death. It's a black. It looks just like it's it like, looks the like a can Heineken there or yeah. the Guinness. But people Heineken. think you're drinking alcohol. Well, this is drink. the yeah. thing. Like you could drink that. So black, here's a way, can. like, if you want to keep your wits about you, if you're trying to, if you're going out with a lot of people and, you know, you, you, I mean, I can't, I clearly couldn't tell the difference between the non-alcoholic and the alcoholic, and all I drink is Guinness. Look, one of the reasons why I drink vodka water, yeah, one is calorie intake, but number two is when I go to the bar. <laughs> keep that girlish figure <laughs> over there. I got to do yeah. something, Bill. 125 pounds here. Uh, uh, he's, gonna, he's waiting for the, 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 the winner of the Garcia Ryan. <laughs> right, <line. laughs> take him on. You'll, you'll have to kill me. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a boxer. You got to kill me. I, I fight. I don't box. I right. fight. You got to kill me to knock me out. Is, uh, is because you pour water in it. For every one drink, oh. that's how I. That's how yeah. I. So nobody. I put my uh, lemon in there, and then people think I'm drinking vodka water. And I'm just drinking water. There is something, especially as I've gotten older, that 
Uh, you make a lot of bad choices when you drink too much. Or you can. You can, I'm not yes. going to say you do, but I maybe have. There's a higher the tendency. To make bad decisions. Which is why you then cause uh, circus. Sometimes <laughs> That's right. right. And then sometimes there's impulsivity that can happen, and you don't need that shit going on. And so I go, boy, this is not a bad option. In a nice yeah. way. You know, no, it can it save your good. night, and it's fun, and you kind of keep your wits about you. Well, sometimes you need to blame the alcohol because you want to do something, you want to loosen up, and then... Hey, Doug, did you take that girl home the other night? I'm like, dude, I had f- I have 15 shots. I don't know what I was doing. I think I did. Yeah, we did throw a lot of shots. How many did we do? Then, yeah, I beat you at darts. They don't care. Yeah. You, know, you need a reason. <laughs> Doug, you took that girl. You're stone sober? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was fucking hammered. I didn't want any of that. Now, now, what do you think she's saying? How many shots did I do? I'm with, You're coming he over sober. Sunday I was to hammered. meet my mom. <laughs> I know. No, I'm not. Wait, Doug, so Doug has, uh, <laughs> drives Uber, and I always think that you get to see all of humanity. Right? You, Throughout you your do. day, you get to see all of humanity. Yes. From some, everywhere. Sometimes some very interesting stories come up, so, and this happened... Yes, but let me just say, I, okay. I'm going to get gas today, and mm-hmm. I'm standing pumping gas. Guy gets out, and he had left his keys in, so the car makes that noise when you leave the key in. Some cars do that. Like if you have a push-button start, and you leave the kind of the fob inside, and you shut the door, it'll go mm-hmm. beep, beep, beep. So he's still walking over, and uh, I kind of look, and he goes, hey, sir. I said, how are you? He goes, oh, I'm beautiful. What a beautiful day it is today. And I go, yeah, it sure turned out that way. I've been up since 4.30. I said, yeah. I go, you beat me. I got up at 5.30. He goes, yeah, 4.30. I started right away. I'm, and he turns out he's an Uber driver. And he's just over. And I said to him, do you get a lot of business at 4.30 in the morning? And he said, yes. There's a lot of doctors and nurses. And I said, they don't have cars. And he goes, no. He's, and I thought, you know what? If you were trying to say, why not? It's a, it probably comes out to less than a car payment a month if you're paying Some people for have figured it out that it yeah. is cheaper with yeah. the gas and the insurance yeah. and the upkeep. Yeah. Some people are getting rid of their car because they don't like the traffic and the crazy drivers out there. I mean, I tell my parents, don't go any farther than you have to because I see it every day. Yeah. And um, some people don't like drive. Uh, you're tired at your job, nurses, doctors, if they're working 12, 13-hour days. Right. They come out tired. They don't want to drive home. They're yeah. you know, groggy in the time of night. I never would have thought that yeah. at all because some of the doctors I, I know, like Kevin Van Valkenburg, Scott, he, they have these high-end, high-end cars that they'll take down to the track and stuff. But, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Everything you're saying makes perfect sense. I just never thought I've of it. I've never heard that before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton of reasons. on how much they drink. <laughs> yeah. There's a ton of reasons people take Ubers. Yeah. You, when you first start, you know, you think you're just going to get people from bars going to dinner, drinking too much, and that's very, a very small percentage. Really? Even at night. I it mean, is. Even if there's 10 or 15 drivers out and you all take 15 people home, that's one ride per yeah, right, Uber, right. You know, I have uh, to tell you, I, I, I don't know if it's because of my generation of who. I mean, my son Will, who's down in Penn State, that's how he gets around Penn State. Uber is Uber. Well, it's either the transportation or Uber. But he, when they go out drinking, it's always Uber. I just, that's why I drink my vodka water, and then I drink water a lot. I'm not a big. I don't use Uber as much as I probably should, should. Or, or many people would say I don't have as much fun as I probably should. Yeah, you know where I'm starting to use Uber more if, if I knew I was going to go out in Fairport. It takes a lot of Uber rides to cover that DWI lower your feet. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, That's no all shit. you got to think about. Yeah. yeah, so true. Doug, I had it. I think I've told you this before, but I'll say it again because I repeat myself. Okay. Uh, I took an Uber from Greece, mm-hmm. and I'm driving home, and the woman had an <laughs> interlock system. 
on her car, and she was a driver. <laughs> Uber, yes. Wait a minute. She's, what? She's I thought some, they wouldn't allow that. I, so did I. And I'm hammered. I slide in the back of this thing. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, great. She goes, hey, listen, I may. You don't mind if I have to pull over and blow on this? And I go, what? <laughs> and I go, nope. That's why I'm driving in the back of your car because I don't want one. I had never seen that. I never heard of that either. I I, she must they, have had some loophole. She must have lied. She probably somewhere. had already been an Uber driver, and then that happened. I and guess. It was never revealed. Uh, maybe, Weren't maybe. you coming home from a party or something? Yeah, uh, it was the two graduation party. party. It was yeah, the two party. I remember that. She yeah. would have had a blown in it before she picked you up. Though. That's what she Car said. Won't start. <laughs> yes. Right. 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 And then she said that it, she may she have to, to do it again. Sometimes they no, do during, random yeah. while That's you're driving. Right, they do. They, yeah. You're right. They right. do. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. She randomly pulled over and blew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had an Uber driver. Was that extra part of the fare? Or? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so what happened with you today? So <laughs> can you tell it? You don't have to. I'm putting you on the spot. I know. So um, actually, it was earlier in the week. It's just those four. Don't worry about it. Right. My parents are listening, but that's all right. Um, Love your dad. It was uh, it was uh, Saturday. I went golfing, seventy five degrees. Monday, it's where'd you play? Uh, Lakeshore. Nice. Yeah, it was a great day to get out. Yeah, um, beautiful view, great course. And Monday was what thirty eight, forty. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I got this lady. She was, oh my gosh, I can't wait for spring. Saturday was nice. Now it's cold again. Oh gosh, I'm just freezing. So I made the joke. You know why? Why don't you get yourself some body? Don't you have anybody else to keep you warm? Uh-huh. Body heat. She yeah. goes, "Oh my God, I haven't had that in so long." Oh, I just I'm like, well, how long has it been? And she was, she goes, "Oh, year, two years." I haven't even thought about it. My age, and she's between forty-five and fifty-five. I'm like, well, you, you gotta love the I. <laughs> Somewhere in there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 45. I thought you were going to say 85. <laughs> hey, that's my wheelhouse. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Doug would have been all over that. He likes getting gummed. Doug. Oh, yeah. Doug would have jumped right in the back seat. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, but I'm like, you don't have anybody? No, it's been too long. I'm like, yeah, you should. She goes, I haven't thought about it in a while. And gosh, I really miss sex. I'm like, and she she started talking. So I just, you know, what, what, what do you like? You're so remembered. Do you like it on top? You like a bottom? And she goes, <laughs> I, I want to ride. I like it on ride. I'm like, oh, that's great. And I go, well, do you, <laughs> she's randomly, do you like to give head? <laughs> she you did. just say this out. I just said this out loud. I had a good feeling that I could talk to anything with this yeah, woman. I got you. And she goes, oh, yeah, no doubt. The way I like to do it is to get a fruit roll up and wrap it around. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm looking at my phone. I got two minutes to trap her off. And he's like, any, any fruit roll up between here and, and, and the final sudden, destination? Another Uber ride comes in. I'm like, do I accept it? I need money. Rent's coming up. I'm like, ah. Oh. And I'm like, look, if I pick her up again, then it'll be fate. You yeah, know? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not gonna forget that. Like, well, thank I wow. never heard that. No, oh my god. And for being in the strip clubs, <laughs> yeah, you hear almost everything. You yeah. haven't tried everything, but you've heard an well, awful lot. Now, the the edible underwear is a lot like a fruit roll up. It is. It's yes. got that sticky. Okay. Yeah, it is. I believe. Well, I, just, I think fruit roll up radio <laughs> bits. We did. Oh yeah. I, I haven't worn any Wouldn't in the last. <laughs> no, they don't make it my size. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, yeah. What do you say to that? I go, God, I go. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I happen to have a fruit roll up right here. <laughs> well, she had a bag, and I thought she was shopping at Tops. It might have been in there. The, I'm like, is that where you were shopping? Did you, do you have any fruit roll ups upstairs? She goes, No, no, I don't have. Them. I'm like, Well, we'll have to, you know, I have to buy some, and I'll, I'll catch you again. Okay. And I just how? Okay, over under. 
Yeah. Does Doug have fruit roll-ups in his car now? <laughs> From now on, it's snacks. I do not have fruit roll-ups. Uh, no, but send, uh, after, I've got estrogen. After, after this moment. Because <laughs> I date him old. <laughs> <laughs> but after this, will you put him in the car? Oh, gosh. After this moment. You know, I might. Yeah, it's, you, know, you never it's know. It's better to have him and not need him. Exactly. And, and, and you know what? It's, it's kind of a non-perishable. You know, God yeah, if yeah. something happened, you know, you wind did, up disabled on the side of the he road. He did say if you meet up, if you get the, the fair oh, again, I'll certainly it'd be bring fate. it up again. It'd yeah. be fate, so at least might as well be prepared. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming at some point this has got to work its way into your act. I know uh, you got a show coming up at the VFW out in Spencerport, right? I'm not sure. I'm trying to get some of my Uber rides in. In a skit. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. Here's an idea, right? So what? Billy talk, told you about the reverse, you know, like the the, uh, the ZWI lady who was giving yes. him the ride. Yeah. She's got the interlock system, right? You're driving. She's riding. And all of a sudden, you wrap the fruit roll. Hey, this ride's going to end unless you, like, finish this. you got to blow into this uh, device here <laughs> and keep the ride going. Well, that's, that's why Doug's going to be riding his own jokes, Danny. Right. He's going to ride his own jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> this and less over at my house. Wait, is it April 29th? April 29th, VFW so in Hamlin, yeah. It's next Saturday, right? Yep. Yeah. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been practicing the car at home, writing some stuff down yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's, what's in that notebook? Uh, Ideas, Billy. No, well, I, the, the, the <laughs> Fitbit joke is in here. This is how I'm going to start. Oh, okay. Yeah. Danny's got a Fitbit. <laughs> yes. Uh, this That's was off Dan, break. Fit, Fitbit kind of saved he, his life. Well, so, yeah, yeah, right, the Fitbit. So then I asked Doug, Doug, you, you got a Fitbit? <laughs> and I said I had one for a day. I, I masturbated while wearing it. It told me I ran 28 miles in seven minutes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, thing's, this thing is broken. This is, so I returned it. I said, thanks, Mom. I'll, I'll just return it and grab some golf balls instead. <laughs> That's pretty good. That I good. think that'll work well. Thank you. I yeah. liked it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I went, I, I went to the gym and... Uh, I got a physical trainer, waste of money. He's like, you know, what do you want to do? You want to work on cardio? You want to build up? You want to tone up? I'm like, look, all I got to know is what machine I got to use in here to get some pussy. And he goes, the ATM over there. Go, perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Money well spent. That's all I need to know. Because I was on that, my usual workout routine was three days on, seven years off. Just, so... I, I, I think Doug is extremely funny. He won the funniest person in Rochester contest, and I think he has to come back and defend this year. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up. Yeah. Just got something on Facebook. So. When's that all happen? Usually at the end of June into July, July. then there's kind of a little hiatus. Comedy at the Carlson? Yeah. Comedy at the Carlson. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just talked to my sister about it. All new stuff. There'll yeah. be new stuff every each each night. Yeah. Does your sister have to approve your comment your shows? They really enjoyed it. They really look uh-huh. forward to it. I had a lot of friends there. It was very I'm very blessed with my family and friends. And they have great food, good drinks. It was something different to do. Yeah. You're hearing comedy. Yeah. You know, and it's a great Carl- night out. Some, some great. of the beginning is uh better than others. Yes, I did right? explain it to yeah. somebody. The first night f- first four nights are twenty people. Yeah. And some people are up there and there's crickets yeah but nobody's making fun of them nobody's no, no, snickering no you know because everybody in the audience like i don't have the balls to get up there God exactly right exactly no. so but the last couple of nights yes the last the last night in particular it's like a showcase of the best is this like I the ncaa so. tournament where yes. you have you set brackets <laughs> and then you kind of migrate right. you got oh, shit we should do that that's here they should set it up that way that would be terrible though, <laughs> no way you nah, kidding people's me feelings would get hurt oh bullshit. Oh, here goes. we are being so overly bad. sensitive <laughs> right Look. bill 
Come Look, on. If I'm not good enough, tell me I'm not good enough. I'm going to move to something else. There, That's there why are, I don't bowl. There are people <laughs> right. that are so sensitive when it comes. Come on. Have you if been hanging around a little sen- bit? You can't be sensitive if, going if up you're on in stage. Co- yeah, right. No, no, no. Gotta, in person, though. Like afterwards and stuff. Hey. I guess. Hey. I mean, but nobody's really being mean. Nobody's. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. But I'm just, you know, hang around. You, get, get a little further in there. You'll meet them. Yeah. There's some wonders. Uh, we'll take a moment. Uh, I saw something interesting on Rochester Reddit. And if as a business owner, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your take on this. It's back in the day with Kodak. The things I had no idea. But it's an interesting thing. And then there are some interesting comments from people. And maybe you grew up here your whole life, right? Yeah, my yeah. dad worked for Kodak okay. 21 years. And then he got, a, he got a brown bag. You may know about this. Yeah. You may know about some this. Some of his friends did too. And still going to those parties, those birthday parties. Forget about it. You're all these old great jokes. You're laughing your ass off. <laughs> and then the thing is, I'm telling them the jokes they told me 40 years ago, and they're laughing at it because they can't remember it. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm the hit now. I was a kid. I was I was getting pictures of beer from my dad's kegimator or the refrigerator. Yeah. You know, and I listen to all these dirty jokes. And I went into school and I could tell them. <laughs> and I was you That's, know, I was popular. Yeah. You know, comedy gets you attention. Yes, it does. Yes, so, it does. Uh, you've heard us talk about Cobblestone on Main and Webster, and a lot of our listeners have checked it out and absolutely love it. And what's not to love? Great food, fantastic staff with an amazing owner, Dan Bresnahan and his family. Great vibe inside this historic 1800s Cobblestone Church that has been renovated into a really cool dining experience. And we told you about the best nachos, right? Yeah. We've told you about the delicious tater tots, but how about this? New York pork chop, barbecue dry rubbed 14-ounce bone-in pork chop, Smoked blue cheese, au gratin potatoes, mm. roasted mm. corn salad, oh. and barbecue crispy onions. Oh, what are you waiting for? Yeah, what are you I waiting might as well for? Just go this now. Podcast to be over, so I can <laughs> go there. <laughs> Indulge in uh, their other fresh and locally sourced menu items with creative appetizers, salads, handhelds, and a full selection of delicious entrees, all in an inviting farm style atmosphere. Now, I don't like to say this too loudly, but I love sitting at a bar. That, I, I like that. When I'm in a yeah. place to eat at the bar, sit yeah. at the bar, this is a great place to do it. The bar is right in the main dining room, and it has a nice rustic feel, and they get all kinds of craft cocktails, craft beers that are paired perfectly with all that unique fare. Cobblestone on Main, 109 West Main Street in the village of Webster. It'll be the perfect place to hang with friends or a date night, and find them online at cobblestoneonmain.com, or you can call 585 626 4450. Ever find yourself in a sticky situation, maybe like a DWI arrest or accused of a crime you didn't knowingly commit? If you've ever found yourself there, it's really scary, right? Uncertain. You're frightened. How do you defend your rights and your personal freedoms? I'm going to tell you how you don't. You call Circu and Circu at 585-385-2510. No matter the nature of your case, you got to have skilled, knowledgeable legal representation on your side. At Circu and Circu, They've litigated criminal cases of virtually every scenario. Simple misdemeanors to really the most serious felony offenses. And I got to tell you, clients rave about them. How about this person who was facing two counts of misdemeanor DWI following a motor vehicle accident with another vehicle? The matter was reduced to a non-criminal violation and all the other charges were dismissed. That means no jail, no probation, no ignition interlock, and no criminal record. Look, if you've been charged with a crime and you need a defense lawyer with integrity and experience, I cannot recommend somebody more 
than Steve Circu at Circu and Circu. All their consultations are held in the highest confidence. They'll do everything in their power to ensure that you are not deprived of the justice you deserve. Circu Law is located in Pittsburgh, and they serve the entire Rochester area as well as Western New York and beyond. And you can reach them anytime, 585-385-2510, or by email through their secure contact page at CircuLaw.com. Leave Billified a voicemail anytime on the Victor Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram line at 585-206-8866. Hey, Bill. Thanks for calling out Mick Jacker there on the uh, voyeurism there. Uh, yeah, uh, at least he's uh, not feeling guilty and admits it. I love it. And be sure to like and subscribe to Billified wherever you get your podcast. That would be Mark Hillman that he's referring to <laughs> who likes to uh, watch and then told us a story last night. And I had to show Doug the one uh, clip that I put up promoting the show. And it was pretty disgusting. I don't want to go back there. But the, it was watching Mark's reaction to it. Like you and I, Danny and I were like, oh, I my threw, God. I threw off my headphones. I backed off the mic. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. And Mark's in there like, yeah, yeah sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And then he leans over and high fives. <laughs> Shauncey from uh, Rochester King Society. She was, By the way, she uh, sent me a note. She was very happy. She's willing to come back on. Yeah. Well, we were fairly. I mean, yeah. I, I thought we were nice. And yeah. she seemed to loosen up as the uh, evening progressed. Mm-hmm. I know. thought you were. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet because I was driving in from Buffalo. But uh you guys were very polite and respectful. Yeah, yeah. tried yeah, to be because it's it's a line. And and the other thing is, I do think that people uh, think they're freaks, and I'm sure she didn't want to be on camera because she doesn't want certain people in her life know. to know. Yeah, yeah. So if that's people you know, are so if that's the case, maybe you should man. be doing it. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Look, okay. we were talking about Josh and Brittany. Yeah, people right. are so judgmental, Dog. right? Mm-hmm. You know, you build yeah. them up, and they love to see you tear. They love to tear you down. Right. And, right. You're only human. Things happen. Isn't right. there a song? You know, well, the thing is, like, it'll, yeah. just, keep, it'll just keep. Right? And <laughs> something else will pop into somebody's right. thing. But when, when something like that happens and it's your world, it's like everybody knows. And it can get to the point where you're almost apprehensive to leave your house yes. if you think that people are going to embarrass you and stuff. Uh, but, you know, this too shall pass. Yes, that's, that's right. It. Always does. There was an old story, says this thing on Reddit, and you might be able to, I don't know if you'll know about this or not, yeah. since your dad worked at Kodak. I heard that the Kodak Center on Ridge Road was built with a pool that couldn't be used because they forgot to calculate the weight of the yes, water. Yes, that is true. Does anyone have information about whether uh, that is true or not? My dad used to take us bowling there. There's a bowling alley on the okay. third or fourth level. Okay, see, now this is interesting. I do none of this. Yeah, and above it, I, I want to say the eighth floor. I, I could be totally wrong, but they had in, uh, in ground. They had a pool, Yeah, and they started filling it. They figured it was going to be too much weight. It would have crashed through everything, so it's never been used. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy because it says... That's some really bad engineering. Yeah. It's terrible engineering. Who the hell are the Kodak. architects? I hope the architects weren't... Uh, right. Nobody used them again. <laughs> oh, they built the Eastman house. They built... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is the pool still there? I don't know. Somebody said, I know the pool exists and that there are photos of it. It's the story about the weight of the water. I'm interested in yeah. finding out the information. And then somebody said, I spoke with a former employee from back uh, in its heyday. He confirmed the pool thing and said that there was, at one point, a bowling alley, a yes. shooting range, dark rooms for personal film development. Hey, hey. What the fuck was going on? Right. Mm-hmm. And well, a nice restaurant. dark rooms went in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Polaroids. And a nice restaurant, <laughs> right? Did, I, don't know I just it, remember the, uh, the bowling alley. And somebody said, King confirmed the bowling alley and shooting range went there many weekends as a kid. 
You want to call my old man? No, no, no. Okay. I, I, well, we could, but I mean, so, that, you know, you know what, Bill, that's interesting. You, you were talking about in one of the other podcasts about how you think big business is going to evolve into a bunch of smaller yeah, companies. Yeah, I do. I do. First of all, that's the evolution of business, right? Yeah. You get big and you develop and you evolve and then you use, you use economies of scale. Right. One of the things that Kodak did back in the day is that, I mean, George Eastman, one of the reasons why people were so loyal was because they did stuff like that, right? He did, he made these accommodations to people who worked for him to make it convenient and easy for them, for their families to be well, a part of the Kodak family. Right. So it's interesting you say that because, so here's the thing. Somebody said on the, lake, on the Lake Avenue side, there was a huge putting green. When we would pick my dad up, he would be out there putting. <laughs> yeah, I working also, on his game. I also re- and then I, he went to Lakeshore afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I also remember him playing basketball in a league there, and many people played softball at Kodak. If you ran any type of work sports league, Kodak Rec would subsidize it. I, I also know somebody, he was in the chemical department, I believe, and he said he worked at Kodak for 26 years. Uh, I just met him a few years ago, become a really good friend. But he played softball six days a week. Yeah. I remember my grandfather taking me and my sister to company picnics, uh-huh. um, Darien Lake, Kodak Day there, Kodak Day at Seabreeze. I mean, Red Wings, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And incidentally, I'm sorry, they just had the 33rd year anniversary, the longest game ever played. And it yes. was at yeah. Frontier. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm innovative sorry, field Norton. Oh, no, uh, oh, Norton. Uh, uh, Silver, Silver Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. 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 And uh, they had old footage, and some of the players, I just deleted it. It was uh, Kel Ripken and Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Yeah, yeah, they both Wade played Boggs. that game. <laughs> in that 33-inning game? Yeah, yeah they both yeah, played I heard that. you talked to Dan Mason and Naomi recently And Naomi, too, yeah. And here's a funny part. One of the owners of the Classy Cat was the Bat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the team picture in the... <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's down, and he goes, "I'm in the Hall of Fame." Uh-huh. I go, "Yes, I know." Every time this comes up, you there was there, now there were guys on the radio who used to have the wiffle ball, the wiffle bat challenge with girls strippers that would come in. Hmm. How far could they stick the bat in certain places? Oh my god! I, yes, yes. And I, I didn't know if the Bat Boy ever tried that <laughs> with a bowl of Red Wings bat. Uh, somebody said George believed to your point in work life balance before it was a thing. Yeah, but somebody else says. And so I don't know if this is just a cynical way to look at it, but it is. a bowling alley, shooting range, dark rooms for personal use, and a nice restaurant on a corporate campus isn't really work-life balance. That's a way to keep people closer to actual work. Also, Eastman was notorious for directing every aspect of daily life for himself and extending that punctuality to his guests and travel mates. People came to resent him for it. I don't know if that's true, but it was look. it was like perks and things. You know, it, it, it become. See, here is my, I, I always thought of like Google, right? Google has a very open floor plan and they've got all kinds of games out there and stuff. And they didn't care if you got up and started playing like video games and things in the middle of the day, as long as you got your work done. Or they had a big cafeteria and I think most of it was paid for from mm-hmm. the employees and all that stuff. And I kept thinking that if I walked through and I saw some guys playing pool, and then I come through two hours later, and they're still hanging out. I'm going to lose my shit if I own the place. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't. I that work. I don't know. Well, part of the reason well, why they, they had all that stuff there, like well, the dry cleaning picked up. They had the daycare center because they never wanted these employees to leave. Yeah, that Google, was the idea. Yeah, yeah Google. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, look. I mean, first of all, business is business. When you're 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 splitting hairs. I mean, yeah. look. You want to be profitable. You want to provide a service. You got to provide whatever widgets and the camera and the film and all that. It's was George every Bill Gates is a control freak. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Bezos is a control freak. That's, that's what got him to be the success. Now you can can look, whatever your goals, if you want to cast, if you want to castigate and and draw criticism against them for their leadership, 
go ahead. You're going to find a million reasons to do that. My people that work for me can give you a laundry list. I know. But in some respects, <laughs> no, yeah, right. No, no. But, in, no. It, but in part of it is what the success is based on. It's like, what is your goal? If you want to, if you want to ridicule somebody, you yes. can find a million reasons to ridicule right. me. Yeah. If, if you want to say he's a good guy, hopefully you'll find ten couple just, reasons. To I thought this was cool. It almost sounded like yeah, great perks. Hey, Kodak leagues. I mean, yeah. The, all my father's friends when I was a kid was were Kodakers. So when you went to what now is, I think it's Kodak that's Center. Center, yeah, where yeah. the the theater is, right? Yeah, yeah. So. When you went there as a kid and bold and stuff, was it all kind of on the company? Did you not? No, I think you got a discount. Oh, you got a discount. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think it was 18 lanes. That's a pretty decent yeah. size. It's like Dom's. Down yeah. The... Yeah. And then and it was just great to do a family. Sure. You know? Yeah. Well, right. And back to the bring, thing of bringing the family and yeah. showing them work. And, uh, back in the day, that was, as I understood it, and as I've heard it through the people that we've represented through them back then, was it was, it was cost. Yeah. Is that they didn't want to make money on it. They just wanted to have costs. They wanted it to provide and have people to feel comfortable and include the family. Because look, you know, you were you bitch about these 15 minute meetings. By the way, I learned so much on this uh, podcast. I haven't had fruit roll a ups. 20 minute I fruit roll ups. <laughs> That's not my part of my, my shopping list now. Yeah. I have not had a 20 minute meeting since you started talking about 15 minute meetings. I'm telling you, 15 I, minutes. We're out of here. I just yeah. Anybody want to talk about done. anything more? Well, come see me. I had my, two mine is half, just all the guys that used to, you just have to sit for hours. I had two like hour long meetings today. Yeah. I'm texting my Way brother. We work together. I'm like, I whoa, think there's somebody too long. shut this up. Oh, yeah. I think you can get most of it done in 15 minutes. Most you have a of list, it. get it Maybe, done, yeah. get it over with, right. move on. I, but I don't know. I don't run a big corporation, I can't say, but it's easy to have having sat in meetings. I always thought it gets useless after a while. You're not listening. If you're not engaged, it's useless. If you you can have a an hour meeting if everybody's engaged and participating. It's yes. okay. Like it's a like brainstorming here. thing. And yeah. I don't even like to think of that as a meeting, but that's usually engagement. People are thinking, participating, feel like they have value to bring to it. When they're just being lectured at, ugh, yeah, right. That, that that's where I think you lose it. One of the uh, biggest things people say is uh, encourages them and keeps a happy workforce is uh, believe it or not, free pizza. Yeah, feeding your crew good, yeah. and that's anywhere you feed your. Employees, yeah, yeah. he's laughing, but they'll be more happy. Yeah, feed your crew, and they talk about that on uh, movie sets. I'm laughing because one of the first things: make sure you feed your crew and feed them well. Every birthday, we have pizza and chocolate chip cookie cake with frosting. Yeah, every birthday I I have is fruit roll ups. (laughs) Yeah, and no no family. Just so you know, there'll be no fruit roll ups at my office. (laughs) Going on, I know the the title is Monday morning. I know the title of this episode. We have some constant. Do you do you do that in? For every employee in the office? Yeah. Yeah. Both all the offices. At, at all the offices. Yeah, that's that, awesome. Yeah. Wow. So the Buffalo location, everybody has a birthday. We get that. We do that. And uh we try to have fun Fridays. Hey, you know, as an employer, you try to make sure that you have a fun place to work. But yes. one of the things I've learned, I was telling you today I've had a rough day, rough week, is that in the end, people people when they work, it's a job. Yes. And when you own it like you own this, yes. Like your buddy RJ yes. calls in and says yeah. You're not to be owned. You're owning it. Yeah. It's different when you own it. Yeah. It just means something different to yeah, you. It it's not a job. It's no. it's your life. It is. And so you want to provide yeah. that. You know, I we do we do stuff with the office all the time, and I love it because you know I spend as much time with them as as anybody, and um, they're like, you know, they don't really want to spend time with me on Friday night for dinner, office dinner, or Saturday at the. At the gala. No, but during the week, you know. Why don't they want Dougie to? Dougie Fresh is coming in uh, Wednesday afternoon and talk to everybody. He's got a little comedy. How's everybody doing? <laughs> By the way, 
Who's got next the, birthday? Who's got the grapefruit roll-ups? <laughs> <laughs> Sheila from accounting. You're fucking beautiful. <laughs> is it your my? Is it my birthday? Or your birthday? Okay, we're gonna play a little. Thank God, Bill. I don't have a Sheila. All oh, right, we're gonna play a little spin the pickle in a second. But okay. <laughs> That that's really fun. It's just interesting. Like all that stuff has seemed to have gone away. We've we've moved away from that now. Most people are still working from home. Kevin works from home when he's you know, and and Dan does as well with their jobs. So I I, I think some of this stuff of bringing people back to a campus is uh, the, the yesteryear. But now the question becomes, what's going to happen as we move forward with AI? Because I said to somebody today, if you're not embracing AI, you're going to be like our parents were with computers yes. they, if they didn't get out ahead of it. And this person said to me, yeah, but I get a little scared. And he did. He was saying, I've been looking for AI companies to invest in. He goes, Chat GPT is not publicly traded yet. He goes, so I was told Microsoft is the company to to watch in terms of AI. And Tesla. I go, yeah. Well, well, Tesla too, right. Tesla was probably the first AI company company. that was publicly traded. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't understand or know that, but Tesla's really, Tesla's Tesla's market value is not based on its manufacturing of cars it's it's ai and 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 information gathering well it's all yeah that's interesting because i hadn't really thought of that and there's another big company that's ai but they're not publicly traded yet either but i will say there is some scary stuff with ai and it gets in the wrong hands yeah a streaming service had to take down a song that was said to be drake in the weekend and it wasn't drake in the weekend sure sounded like him really yeah ai somebody with ai created that yeah so I, be careful, you know, Dan. They're going to start cloning. Well, the yeah, thing is, like, there's certain, there are certain jobs that won't be AI, and it does make you wonder: does do we wind you up? Wonder which jobs won't be AI? Well, I'll tell you, like building stuff. I don't think it'll be AI, right? If I would think that would be before, like farming. Yes. I you think, think it would always be have far? I think building something, and it has been. They've they've <clears throat> built uh, cement uh, housing. But I mean, I'm, like I'm, a, I'm uh, thinking 3D, like three uh, D printing, like yes. printing. But they do with oh, wow. they actually do. They it's construction. Alfred University is actually building a three D building. Yeah. with glass. Okay. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, it's wow. a new technology. They're the one of the first ones being built is going to be on our campus. Come on, Fisher, let's go! It's See, crazy. I always thought like <laughs> crazy. things like Mac of all trades is coming into yeah. buildings now, right? I don't know that you could get somebody to come. Come in and you can't. AI is not going to hang your TV. Yeah. And, you know that stuff. I think will be okay. Probably for the most part, entertainment if it's like this. But what happens with financial financial guys who are making yeah. tons of money when all of a sudden now you can well, read the analytics, you can get the you know, oh my god. Well, <laughs> you know first of all, that that whole I mean, just ETFs themselves. You know, yeah. The the the. the Broad-based funds have done that. But you need the individual to explain. you got to trust. you got to make sure it's balanced. You do all those different things. I mean, there's still uh, – I don't think it's going to eliminate that, but, okay. but there's a lot of different areas where I think it, it can be Yeah, eliminated. I can see. Can I mean, you could positions. talk about jobs going away. I go, what do we wind up going back to? Like uh, You're not going back to anything. You'll go back to it when it all – Shuts down. And yeah. You have to, you have to farm and make your own fire well, this, and go kill a deer for food. When is, it's not coming in an automated. Tra- do we wind truck. up going three sixty? They That's say history what, repeats itself. Yeah. So. Well, or do we three D print the meat? This is an evolution, though. <laughs> right. This is mankind. We this we do a- evolve, but I go, boy, what happens to all the people who are in these places if AI comes in? You know, talk about the old days well, with Kodak. You're not going to need pretty good. You're not going to need a job anymore. Yeah. Isn't that what's happened here? I mean, look, AI is not going to take over you know, direct patient care and healthcare systems. No. I mean, no. I mean if, if, no. when you're sick yeah, and you need true. healthcare, you need somebody who's going to have your yeah. hands on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right. wherever there's actual hands-on interpersonal relations. Strip clubs. 
right? cheese sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> no. Strip I don't know. I mean, you got so much free porn online. Right. You know, <laughs> I don't need to drive anywhere. We don't get the Doug introductions. That's no. the only Holy. bad thing about it. That's the only. Comedy, you can, right? Comedy, AI no. is not going to be able to make it up. No. I banged this computer the other day. It was a real hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Get off oh. the stage. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. And another computer like pushes it off the stage. Get Sounds like a Star Wars. Show. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the good old days of Kodak. Boy, that was something I had no idea about. There is that. a lot of great old days of Kodak. Like I said, we were just at a uh, 90th birthday party for Herb Kirk. It was Herb Kirk, Dave Phelps, Tommy Fickner, Mike Speckscore. Those were the four. And uh, and uh, when they get together and they hit everybody, there was probably 40, 50 people there just talking about old times. And you just like, it will never, I will never experience it. And the young kids won't either. Yeah, right. Just that big company right. of when you, you walk in and you knew everybody and you, you, you give your dad the, uh, I was in Boy Scouts, M&M, uh, I'm selling M&Ms. Well, he come home. With an envelope all. and mm-hmm. yeah, here you go. You're all set. Yeah. And they would do that for every kid around there. Yeah. You know, now you can't remember your, your phone number without looking at it with this. 100%. Right. 100%. So the, the memories, hopefully, are going to be there. Yeah. You know, and like well, I say. that's what it was all about. We were it was all built on saving memories. Yeah. What, what, what our generation doesn't forget about, Roger, and you didn't grow up here. Did you? I grew up in Buffalo. 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 I grew up here. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that Kodak was the Google of the 60s yes. and 70s. Yeah. That's what Kodak was to Rochester. I mean that that was well, the they, that was the Google. They had the smartest guys, and they the R and D everything yeah. that oh Eastman brought in was yeah. phenomenal, unbelievable. One, and Xerox was here. I mean Bausch and Lomb. I mean it was one one fact. Uh, my cousin told me I think it was the seventies that five out of the ten sponsors for the Olympics were based out of Rochester. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Top yeah. five out of ten sponsors wow. for the Olympics. That's amazing. Were based in Rochester. Yeah. Now you just drive around and like. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's sad. Change. Yeah. But now there's more people employed in Monroe County than in the history of the county. I didn't know that. More more people are employed today than ever in the history of Monroe County. Really? Doing yeah. what for teachers? Well, just by everything. the county in or in county in the in, in Monroe the county. county. Oh, I thought you meant by the county. I mean between yeah. healthcare. Yeah, well, health education, yeah. education, all right. the other services you have. You Uber. Know, well, number one, <laughs> Dan, number one, Dan works there? for a company out of Boston, out of Buffalo, out of well, out of Buffalo. But the, like, we we do the work in Boston. If that makes sense. Yeah. Re- so I mean, his, his company's out of Boston. He lives in Rochester. I mean, right. back in the day, you'd have to live in Boston. You wouldn't you, be here. One hundred percent. Yeah. If you wanted to recruit in Boston, yeah. you had to be in Boston. Yep. Not anymore. No. Not no, no. more. Uh, you know what you, you could do, though? What? You could do, like, now, I my father-in-law was uh, an engineer for a nuke plant in Oswego, and then he was in charge of shutdowns. So then he decided uh, he would, during his retirement, he, they would pay him to come to certain plants and oversee a shutdown. So Consulting he, work. Yeah. So then he did, he as they, were, they would pay you to, they'd give you a per diem for a hotel and stuff, and he's like, forget that. He bought an RV. <laughs> he bought an RV, and that's how he started. Like he would go to Massachusetts to the nuke plant and oversee their shutdown and stay in his RV and get their per diem and right. and do that. Well, Save money, right? That's right. Myers RV invites you to see the USA the Myers way in a brand new RV. You can shop travel trailers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and motorhomes from some of the top manufacturers like Grand Design, Winnebago, Thor, Keystone, Forest River, and more. And Myers RV now also features the full lineup of Jayco RVs 
All these things have better appliances than a lot of people's homes. They're really comfortable and so easy to drive. And you're going to find all remaining 2022 models at drastically reduced prices. Myers RV with three convenient Rochester area locations. There's one on Ridge Road and Webster. Myers RV in Caledonia, which is just 10 minutes west from exit 10 off 390. And Myers RV in Farmington, just east of the village of Victor on Route 96. It's family-owned. They've been selling RVs in the market since 1967. They now have 13 stores and something for every size family and every budget. And this month is Rochester Challenge Month. That means you win because each of their three stores are in competition to sell the most RVs. Lots of great deals to be had on all remaining 2022 models. You can get a little head started seeing those. Online at MyersRV.com. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuse Paul, is this your ringtone? No, <laughs> it's uh, Cake Going the Distance, a little race car driving song. Paul Cole is the president and promoter of Land of Legends, which gets underway for the 2023 season. This weekend, we talked to Justin Harris not too long ago, who was the two-time, and this year, what, going for a three-peat defending cha- track champion. Yep, he's uh, he's been out of role. We'll see how, how it proves in 2023. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing. You go down there, you have one of the, you know, you talk, a lot of places talk about family-friendly events, family-friendly events. This is truly a family-friendly, fun event for everybody. Everybody has a smile on their face. The drivers are accessible, and it is just a whole lot of fun to see the dirt track racing, which I wasn't all that familiar with. I was certainly familiar with stock car and Ferrari rate, all that kind of stuff, but this is I mean, man, it is down and dirty and a whole lot of fun. Yeah, there's more dirt car racing that goes on in the, in the country than than anybody would ever know. Uh, you know, if you really want to really want to dig down into it, racing happens at those tracks and tracks just like Canadagua all over and uh, are much larger than than the, the big premier events. The premier, premier events might have a large attendance and a lot of uh, TV audience, but uh, they don't have the uh, in-person attendance that these tracks have in, in participation across the country. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I, I I had no idea, and then I have seen because I know a lot of the guys who drive, you know, Atlanta Legends also go to other places uh, later in the season. When the season ends, there they'll go down to places like North Carolina, where I had no idea that it was as prolific as it is. Yeah, oh, it's it's huge. I mean, there's sprint cars and late model racing all over the country, and uh, you know, to some degree, Northeast is a little a little bit of its own island for the type of cars they race up here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, across the country, that the, the Dirt car racing is huge. Have you ever uh, gotten behind the wheel yourself? Um, I don't put behind the wheel too well, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't got back behind the wheel. No, no. no you, you wouldn't want to get in the fire suit and climb behind the wheel and let it rip? I think it would be fun. Yeah. Um, I did buy a vintage car at one point in time, and I, I bought it. It would be, again, being being uh, the door was a little bit smaller than I could get into, uh-huh. and uh, it was it took, it was, took a, uh, a Houdini trick to get in and out, so... Uh, I ended up selling the car off, but we, we used it for promotional pieces and I had a couple of my friends drive it. Uh, you know, I, as you, when you're busy promoting, yes. you know, the important thing is to stay on that side of the race car, yes. uh, inside the race car and promoting is, is two things that don't go well together. Yeah, I, I, I would, uh, I, I would agree with that, uh, honestly, because those guys, I mean, you really got to put all your focus when you're the driver on just that driving, making sure your equipment is right and doing that. But what you have at Land of Legends is fantastic. So I know there's racing that gets underway Saturday. What time does it all begin? 
Saturday will be the, uh, the, the kickoff of our 70th uh, anniversary season at Canadagua. Uh, the uh, pit gates open at 3.30. Uh, grandstand gates open at 5. Hot laps at 5.30. Uh, heat start at 6.30. And then, of course, the features follow right after. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to an exciting season. And we want to remind everybody out there that Land of Legends TV is 100% free. Uh, if you can't make it out to the track, tune in. Go get a free account at LandLegendsTV.com and and watch the racing and and uh, get that get that bug. When uh, you, you know, we we're confident that our product is that good, that once you watch it, you'll want to see it in person. And uh, our attendance and and uh, in growth over the last several years has proven that. Yeah, you've got a nice thing with the Land of Legends TV. I I, I have watched that and I've tried to stick my face in front of a camera when I was down there. <laughs> But it's uh, it's really impressive the operation you've got. That I got to tell you, man, you're on to something. Well, it you know it takes a lot of planning and investment yeah. and and good good employees and a great team. You know, uh, you're only as good as your team is. And uh, I'm blessed to have some of the best in the business, uh, whether it be the production guys, the 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 flagger, the race director, the marketing person, the person cooking the hot dogs, uh, you know, the, the making the fried dough. Uh, and, and just generally the ticket takers and the security, making everybody feel good about being out and enjoying their recreational dollars uh, in Western New York. Yeah, and uh, one of our favorites is a, a regular there. That would be Racing Randy. Racing Randy is, is, is a staple. Uh, you know, he comes out and enjoys, uh, enjoys meeting with all the drivers and, and uh, doing both things, and giving a little exposure for himself, but also getting exposure for those guys. Uh, you know, they, they, they really are the heroes uh, in, in the area, you know, getting in a car, strapping on, you know, uh, uh, 700 horsepower motor and going around a track at, at hundred plus miles an hour that, that changes every time, uh, every time the, uh, the, the, the grader goes around, right. uh, you know, it's really impressive. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Paul Cole, president and promoter of land of legends, get out there. Racing will be every Saturday, right? From now until September. Every Saturday from now to September, we have a couple big shows. Uh, the Monday, uh, the July 3rd, is our Super Dirt Series show. Uh, we have a Summer Fast show with Super Dirt Series also in the middle of August. And then we uh, finish off the last weekend uh, is the uh, September 17th and 18th, I believe. In uh, September, we have the Jerry Harris Memorial and uh, uh, the uh, – uh, other big races that finish the season. Yeah, very good. Well, it's a, it's a whole lot of work, and uh, I'll tell you what, it is a product worth seeing, and when you think of family-friendly entertainment, it certainly happens out there at Land of Legends uh, in Canandaigua. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Kids 16 under are free, too. Bring your kids. You know, Six- that, that's the whole point of having family. 16 and under free. Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. Land of Legends, and be sure to check out landoflegends.com, correct? LandOfLegendsRaceway.com, correct. LandOfLegendsRaceway.com, all right, thank you. Paul Cole. He's going for speed. She's If you're looking for a little escape this weekend, I highly recommend BTB Wood-Fired Pizza and Grill in the mall at Grease Ridge. Man, they got it all. A huge selection of delicious wood-fired pizzas. And I got to tell you, nothing is more delicious than a wood-fired pizza, right? It's so good. You know what they have over there? Wood-fired breakfast pizza. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can get that on Sunday during the Sunday brunch. Happens from 10 to 2. And not only do they have the wood-fired breakfast pizza, they got a bunch of other items for you as well, but they got two-for-one mimosas and Bloody Marys from 10 to 2 on Sundays. And BTB's is the perfect place to see every strike, every basket, every goal, every putt, because they have 50 TVs. There's not a bad seat in the house. 
And it's the perfect place to bring the family for lunch or dinner. Amazing wood-fired pizzas. They got Taco Tuesdays, $8 burgers every Wednesday, and a huge selection of delicious beers every night of the week. So bring the family, bring a friend, bring a date, come by yourself, and be sure to get there Sunday for brunch. I think I'm going to go. It's in the mall at Grease Ridge. Perfect place. Lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch, the game, the family, the friends, and yourself. BTB's Wood-Fired Pizza and Grill. It is 420 after all. Today. Oh, oh it is. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You want now, to smoke a little? I think Peter Tosh's sister lived in Canandaigua. I think. Really? Yeah. He had a sister that I believe lived in Canandaigua. That's interesting. Yeah. And I thought. Was I she don't, part of the Wegmans family? I, I have no idea. <laughs> there, and there's a song that Peter Tosh and Mick Jagger did that I loved. They are into yeah. farming. They are into farming. That is true. But what happens, like, and have kids as we go forward with you know you got AI that's one thing and the legalized marijuana and we read this thing in the New York Post where some guy was bitching about ah uh, my barista's stone and this one's stone and that was I haven't seen that I haven't run into that I think the people that were smoking are just doing it more openly now they're already doing it I don't yeah. think I don't know yeah, that, that, I don't think anybody new yeah. has joined that crew I would say that I have. Uh, I didn't smoke many, many years, I guess, occasionally. I But gummies, I don't mind a gummy once in a while, but I'm not a gummy every day. Never. Yeah, the older generation trying the gummies and something. Doug, have the, you uh, ever smoked? Yeah, I didn't smoke till 41, though. No? No. How about you, Dan? Never smoked. I have never smoked. Yeah, no, I think I take it smart. back. I smoked cigarettes my senior week in college, yeah. and my dad showed up at the bar one day and said, Sorry for all the women. You smoke like a girl. And that was the last time I smoked. <laughs> <laughs> last time I smoked. I thought I was cool. He said I smoke like a girl. That's all it took? That's all it took. <laughs> Done. I thought the girls thought I would be was cool, but yeah, it was not. <laughs> and I've never smoked pot. Well, I've, I, I've gummied. Yeah. I have gummied. Now that it's legal. I have gummied now. Be very clear. Uh, <laughs> Only that it's legal. But when I, I mean, growing up near Woodstock, I think I got high with my Just driving contact. Secondary. <laughs> my friend's mom at a high school graduation. Like we were all. Because you were sitting in the car with her? And we were all passing a joint around this Your party. Your friend's right mom? Uh, yeah. yeah. You got high with her? Yeah. That's. Did you pick up the, to a dirty movie? I, I, I know mean, it is. <laughs> did, you pick up, did you pick up her couch cushion and inhale the, the no. secondhand pot smoke? I, uh, I retired. Yeah, you. he and Bill Clinton. <laughs> Doug, I had this guy at college at St. John Fisher. He had the hottest mom I had ever seen. Like prior to that. So this, how old was she then? Probably like She had 40? to be in her 40s. I think he, I'm not sure if his dad had passed or... Uh, he was on the basketball team, and I have think, you seen her recently? No, but she married <laughs> the, the mayor of. I have not. She married the mayor of of some small Florida town, like maybe I don't know, Sarasota, somewhere Titusville, down, somewhere down there. So she would, <laughs> she would come in. She was so hot. How hot was she? I used to walk in, <laughs> and I would pick up the couch cushion and go. <laughs> Come on, stop it. Oh, that dude, doesn't your work. mom was here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And he would get so fucking mad. So mad. His mom was so hot. Like, in my world, like, moms were moms, right? Right. And then but I... But she was outside that? She was way outside that. I've but, never... I never remember any of my buddy's mom being that. Yeah, we never had a hot mom. This was college. This was college. But then 
I remember meeting, this is terrible because I just saw this woman and she's now probably 75, 76. Wait, what's her number? <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I like him between 70 and eulogy, somewhere in that circle. Somewhere, I mean, I've been writing a skit. I went from 70 to 80 to try to catch on the last few months. No. You know, like I'm, I was dating this 83 year old and I shut the f- No, it was a couple years ago and I was Ubering around. She, and Keep him away from my mom, would you? And uh, I take her to Wegmans or doctors. She His always had a regular Uber, and she passed. And the kids like, you know, you know who your your Doug? Oh, you're the one that drove around. Okay, what, what are we gonna do with a Mercedes? We should probably just give it to you, Doug. I'm like, yes, I'm so sorry. To hear this. <laughs> Oh, God, yes, I'll take the card. I always remember, can you get your shit out of it? I <laughs> Wasn't that a country song by George Jones? She cried on the way to the chapel. She, she cried to the grave, then she smiled oh, all yeah. the way to oh, the bank. <laughs> and sometimes I get invited to the will reading, dating those old women. And, you know, they're like, who are you? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm Doug. I, I'm Doug. I was your mother's friend. When, well, when did you see my mother? I'm like, Mondays and Thursdays, right after Jeopardy. <laughs> He's the Anna Nicole Smith oh, of Rochester. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they got to read your name if you go to the will reading. And I'm just waiting, like, what the? You know, and like, you know, and for my last lover, Doug Phelps. And everybody looks at me, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, baby. I want to leave my favorite plant and my cat mittens. Like, oh, I got 13 plants and 27 cats in my place. I'm going out of my mind. Wow. So this woman... That Doug's getting a lot of action down yeah, here at the end of the table. Damn. So my parents, uh, they went to college up here. My mom went to Naz. My dad went to Fisher. One of all women and all guys at the respective institutions. Oh, isn't that cute? It is cute. And then there was this woman that my mom then went and got her master's at Syracuse, and they roomed together. And I remember meeting her, and I remember as a little kid, I was probably like somewhere between 10 and 12, I went, oh, my God, I didn't know moms could be that pretty. So I see she comes to, my mom came up for Easter and my mom pulls in the parking lot and this woman's coming to pick her up. She's now 76 years old and she still looks fantastic. Like really, really good. I'm talking to my dad and I go, yeah, so-and-so was there. And he goes, oh my God. He goes, man, eh, your mother and she were roommates and they had a double bed. And I used to say to your mother, you have the most enviable spot of every guy on the Fisher campus. Because that woman, he goes, she was stunning. I go, Dad, I always thought this was like an awful thought as, as I got older. But I always thought I didn't know moms could be that pretty. And she was that pretty. She was just a, a very strikingly beautiful, wonderful woman and uh, still that same way, still has that same niceness about her. You can her. see the beauty through you here can, yes. in the years that yes. she had. Yes. And that's a wonderful thing. You, you see somebody and the beauty is only skin deep and you're like, you were f- smoking fucking hot back in the day and yeah. I can still see that beauty right now yeah. all around. They me. don't. The one they, thing. The woman that, won't. I think the one thing that women don't appreciate about what men like yeah. is positive, fun energy. Well, that I almost confidence, right? Yeah, yeah. I not always, cockiness. No, not, not that. No, not kind of the the the, the current Britney confidence. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, 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 the the three rookie, o'clock stripper. The rookie confidence. <laughs> well, I'm with you because I think that I've always said I think that a woman is sexiest at forty or older. Which sounds weird, yeah. right? But I well, go at that age, you could wear. You figure a, out who you are. For yeah, one thing. you have you can, the confidence. Yeah. You can get wear a shit. the bright yeah. lipstick, and you yeah. can yeah. pull maturity. It off and they know a, what they're doing. There's something, and they, they know what they want. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, Bill. <laughs> no, that's exactly they don't, right. And I've always, uh, as I've gotten older, let me rephrase that. I did not always think that. No. At one point, at forty, was like, "Holy shit, you're old." You yeah, know? right. Yeah. Now, mm. now I go, well, I, wait, I zoomed past that, right? <laughs> and now, as we're looking back, we're like, "Oh yeah." yeah. But I, I, the gummy stuff is something because you're right. More and more people are trying it, and I think my mom uh, was up at my brother's for Halloween. And so they're over at some guy who's a chef, and they're making all this fun food and stuff. He had gummies, and they kept going, come on, to my mother. And so she was going, no, I've never done this. I've never done this. And finally she just popped the, I think it might have been, I don't know how many milligrams. I thought 10 was a lot, and it was over that. Did she eat the whole thing? She ate the oh, whole thing. no, She no, got no, so no. high. My brother FaceTimes me going, look at this. <laughs> she's just, she's Dude, just your talking. brother's brutal, she's man. She's talking and just laughing her ass off, just like laughing and laughing and laughing. And I think after that was a little embarrassed and then went to see 80 for Brady. And remember when she yeah. reviewed it for oh, us? Oh, man. She removed the... Oh, God. That's modern-day porn for me. Get the fuck out of town. I got that on Blu-ray the day it came out. <laughs> Sally Fields, Smoking the Bandit. I'm watching 80 for Brady and Smoking the Bandit trying to rub one off. I'm fucking going at it. Your Fitbit oh, broke. I'm swinging a Barbarella, 9 to 5. They're missing Dolly Parton. And I'm watching, oh, and Rita Moreno just thinking about, come on, Poppy, let's do it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Rita, Rita Marino, well, whatever her Rita, name is. Rita, Rita Marino. Marino. They're all Oscar winners. Uh, yes. Uh, 90? I think she's 90. No. Yeah. Close to I'm it. pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh. I think she's 90. Holy shit. But uh, anyway, my mother said at one point they ate a gummy, and she goes, you know, I can relate to that. <laughs> and I went, yeah. Yeah. And so the, the, there is that with it. But I don't know why it took so long to do this. We, I've never, ever in my life, and maybe yours either, Greg, that you can think of, from when we were kids till now, something going 180 degrees. Because I don't know about you, but in the fourth grade, the drug counselor, Mr. Brannigan, came in and he burned <laughs> marijuana in the class and goes, if you smell anything like this, you come find an adult immediately. It was the worst thing. While you you're could... eating pace. <laughs> <laughs> it was the dumb. Uh, I swear to God, now that I look back, I go, I think he was going, yeah. 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 can't you smell anything like a hang and on those, a second. And those adults get two other adults. And the reason and why he adults. wanted you to come tell him is because he wanted to grab it right. and uh, keep it for himself. Yeah. Wasn't there a teacher chalk bit about like, okay, class, tell me what this is. That's Panama Red. No, that's Havana Gold. <laughs> like they're arguing over the brand of marijuana that it is? Well, marijuana today, I, from what I hear and understand, people say it, come, it needs a restrictor plate like NASCAR because you get you don't know what you're getting if you're buying it on the street. And then when you go into some of these shops, there's all these different names and all these different potencies. It's like the micro brews. Yeah, yeah. It, is. It, is. it is. It is. I'll stick to that. I know it better. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I can stay with my experience with the gummies has been that. I mean, it has got yeah. different. The, there the are different. Like potencies. And- I will always do because I watched a friend of mine take a gummy. Yeah. And go, it's not working. Yeah. About half hour in. So he yeah. eats another one. And then about an hour later, oh. he's a puddle. Yeah. Just a puddle. So if I have a gummy, I'll always, and I, I always go, I must be a wimp, but I cut it in half and oh. see how it works. So so the only thing I, I hope for your listeners I can contribute to, if you've never done a gummy. Yeah. As I had when I was out in San Francisco and Napa with my buddies, my college buddies who were pot smokers and loved the gummies, they're all into it. And I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, dude, I don't do that shit. And they're like, come on. And I'm like, I'll try it. So my, my really good friend from Boston, he gives me one. He looks at it. He goes, dude, just eat a quarter of it. 
I'm like, it's just like a fucking little thing. Yeah, it is. He's like, just eat a quarter of it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I eat my quarter, and I put it in my pocket, in my baggie, in my pocket. And I'm sitting by the camper. I'm like, this shit sucks, man. I don't yeah. He's like, you realize we've been here for 30 minutes. You haven't said a word. <laughs> I'm like, what? I then walk to the room. The next morning I wake up. I had Doritos in the garbage can next to me. And I'm like, what the? Fuck, yeah. is this shitty taste in my mouth? <laughs> what I realized was that was it's a lot a more. It's a fruit roll-up. <laughs> <laughs> some more weed, Greg? Oh, yeah. Look. <laughs> I had my own room, man. I had my own room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had my own room. You know, that, that is the funny thing is, like, the, the gummies, you're, you're right, because you, I don't know the Half an hour. Yeah. yeah, it takes a little while. But I had a teacher in high school who told us, you, you don't smoke it because it, <laughs> this was a high school teacher in Pine Plains. What high school did you go to? Pine Plains, Pine down, by, down by Woodstock. And he uh-huh. said, it burns so hot, it'll melt the soldering in a roach clip. You don't want that heat in your lungs. So he's like, if you're going to smoke it, smoke it through a water bong or better yet, eat it. So we would have pot brownies and shit when I was, oh, I mean, Jesus. that was forever ago, but you could taste it. Like it really, it tasted. You got to mix it in with the butter. It, yeah. Well, we didn't do that. Uh, look, the yeah. butter is good. Yeah. So one of my college buddies, sorry to interrupt. Doug. That's all right. One of my college buddies played football. His mom, he's down from outside Binghamton. Uh-huh. They came up. We'd always have the party after the game. You'd have pizza, brownies. There were certain brownies. One of the pop, one of the pans of brownies had confectionery sugar on it, which my mom would make. I grabbed that, ate it. No big deal. Damn, these brownies are good. Have another one. God, I've never had brownies that taste so damn good. <laughs> An hour later, I was stoned out of my mind. <laughs> my buddy's like, dude, those are my mom's pop brownies. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? The confectionery He's like, sugar the one. confectionery sugar means the one that's the one that's got the pot in it. Didn't you know that? I'm like... No. Uh, no, they didn't no, do that I in Hornell. Up in a normal home. <laughs> I didn't grow up. Well, there's there's a story. There's a famous story about the Yankee clubhouse where A Rod, like when he they were all taking greenies and stuff. So they had two coffee pots. They had the high test and they had the regular coffee. And one of the kids, like one of the ball boys or whatever, just wanted to try coffee. So he pulls out the coffee from the high test stuff, like with the uh, with the greenies in it. Yeah, the methamphetamines. <laughs> and and A Rod runs. No, 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 no! Don't drink that! Don't drink that! What? It's just coffee. Oh, yeah, it is. But why don't you try the Folgers instead? That was adult coffee. <laughs> wow, I didn't know they did that. that oh, yeah. Adult oh, coffee. yeah. Until about 2006. Then they banned, like, uh, greenies and everything. Was that was that more for focus? Oh, yeah. Like, Babe Ruth took them. Everybody took them. Like, it was like, they. that's how they focused. It's performance enhancing. Yes. I, yeah, like, there was well, one that, point where... Uh, that's where, like, Adderall was a big thing with, yeah. you know, Matt, baseball for one. Mattingly threw out his back once. Jim Laritz is just sitting there like, well, I'm not going to play today. Hey, kid, I hit my, I hurt my back. And Laritz is hung over from the night before. He went out because he knew he wasn't going to play or he thought he wasn't going to play. So he takes two greenies, and all of a sudden, he ends up having, like, a career day on these greenies. Wow, man, this really opens up your mind. You can focus. I don't think I've ever even heard what are greenies? Uh, amphetamines. Yeah, they're amphetamines. I don't know. And they actually, I, when the no ste- when the steroid thing came out Better in baseball, <laughs> when when baseball started cracking down on performance enhancing drugs, they said, you know, some guys will probably be like, yeah, get rid of the roids, but do not take my greenies. 
And production in baseball actually dipped for a while because guys weren't able to, you know, pop, I I, pop I, little I, green pills. Did not know that. Yeah, if they did that in, like, the business financial world, there'd yeah. be a downturn in terms of investment returns as well. I wonder if that's true. I do oh, want, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Are you kidding me? See, I've been a bigger fan of looking at things like nootropics, which are these supposed to be these brain-enhancing things. And I think there's something called ProVigil. And I remember seeing a 60 Minutes piece, and ProVigil was really for people who had narcolepsy. Huh. So it would keep them awake. It would keep them from falling asleep. Uh, but one guy was using it off-label, and he was like, yeah, I mean, I can work all day, and I can spend you know, so much time with my kids, and then I can get up, and uh, you know, I'll, I can sleep for three hours, and I'm fine. That's yeah. called anxiety, isn't well, it? Well, I don't. I, <laughs> it removes the clouds, basically. I don't and know. He's saying he had more clarity. He uh. could think clearer. He could do all. So I looked at ProVigil, and I talked to my doctor. I'm like, man, this shit sounds great. He's like, yeah. And so he writes me a prescription. My insurance wouldn't cover it. $1,000 like a month or something. Oh. If you want. It's like, I'll never try it. But that was one that, you know, I, I think people are always looking for whatever that An is edge. that's going to give mm-hmm. them the edge, right? An if edge. you want to be successful or or drive mm-hmm. so far that you're. But this was trying to balance his, you know, like you know, he didn't have uh, George Eastman giving him the bowling alley and the shooting range and the restaurant and the dark room to develop your own porn and I don't all know if, yeah right i don't know if <laughs> kids are gonna have the same driver they're just gonna complain till they get what they want because people don't want to hear it anymore i think you're still gonna have kids are gonna have that drive i, I think it's gonna I, I see kids that have that divide. drive right now i talked to two of them today i, I see they're that like, yeah this is what i want i've been Look. doing this since i was 14 years old I'm like 14 you've been selling yeah, yeah. i don't <laughs> well you you kind of can now right i mean mm-hmm. somebody said they want to start add another thing to the uh drinking game where i say uh the barrier to entry is gone. But, I mean, well, who's <laughs> By the way, you do say that a I lot. I know. But uh, Gary V was one who said, there's no reason to be broke. Go on Craigslist, find something that somebody's giving away on for free, take it, don't do anything to it, and sell it for 10 bucks. Now you got 10 bucks. Right. And, yeah. you know, and go and do your thing. Uh, so I'm sure there are kids that have that drive. I mean, look. Jimmy Z's been I doing it. I was just going to yeah. say. No. Was Jimmy Z was scalping was free Amherst right. tickets. I, I went into the <laughs> right. plug today. He showed me some sneakers that Jimmy Z has there. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I mean... I look at it. I look at my friends, and I look what they've done when we were growing up, and what they said shit about us. Yeah. And we were lazy and yeah. had no drive, and our mm-hmm. parents gave us everything and all that. And you know, there are some people that still exist in that, and they're in their fifties, and there's some that have worked their ass off and made something of themselves. Yeah. I, I, think, I think my son's generation, yeah. you know, Will's at Penn State. I can see his work ethic, and I can see his friends' work ethic, and and. You know, do they expect certain things? Sure, but I I expected certain things too. It's a it's a generational thing, but I don't. I'm not as down on this generation of kids. Now there are some kids I'd like to kick in the ass and tell them to get their head out of their ass. But yeah, sometimes I want to do that with my own um, and mine. But I, I I would think also the other is focusing where your interest is. Where your interest is, that's why everybody says do what you love. Yeah, because you're going to work harder at it. You're totally. going to work more for it. You know, it's like. Well, you with comedy, right? I mean, you're going to There's go. a lot of things I love, so. Yeah, yeah. Especially over 75. Absolutely. <laughs> By the way, uh, Rita Moreno, 91, Jane Fonda, 85, Willie Tomlin, 83, and Sally Fields, 76. Wow. Wow is right. Wow. God, wow damn, yeah. <laughs> I loved her, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you think about wrinkles, but all you got to do is turn them around, squeeze yeah. her back, and get one of those potato chip things and clamp it on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It lasts about a half an hour, and I don't need more than that. <laughs> oh. That 
and more. Well, on that note, Doug, <laughs> holy cow. We're out. That's yeah. it. All right. Yeah. I love you. Walk it. off. I will Walk say off. this. Laughter is always the best medicine. Absolutely. It is. That's right. Thanks, Doug, Doug does provide it. For Greg Connors, for Dan Barillo, <laughs> and his Frankie on the, what is that? Frankie, Frankie says, says relax. relax. Yes. <laughs> he has two shirts of those. Yeah. I'm Bill Moran. We'll see you Monday. I turn the TV on, wrote a letter to you. And